Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is William Hong from American Idol, and you're listening to the WrestleCast Radio. And here's a special song for you. She bangs, she bangs, oh baby, but she moves, she moves. I go crazy cause she loves like a flower, but she sings like a bee. And every girl in history, you bang. This is WrestleCast Radio. Feel on the inside. <laughs> Makes me feel a lot of different emotions right there. Uh, that is a blast from the freaking past. I love it. She bangs, he bangs, we all bang. Welcome everybody to WrestleCast Radio. It has been a minute or two, and we just had a William Hart. Like we were supposed to be here like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Shit happens, ladies and germs, Marks and Marquettes. Uh, it's just what what happened. Wait, wait, there's a lot Marquette. of shit that we watched. I almost went to Marquette. My mom wanted me to go. It would have been Dwayne Wade's, I think, his sophomore year. I don't know how long he went to college, but I know we would have overlapped somehow. But uh, I always kick myself because it's so it was so close to where I lived, and I was like, no, I'm gonna go to Southern and and drink and party like an <laughs> jerk. I, I should have went to Marquette. Or Purdue, but you live in your so, life. I'm looking at this, and our last show was three weeks ago. So Almost in, a month. Yeah, and in three weeks, I'm trying to think of, dear God, how much wrestling did we watch? Because that a was lot. Bad. But but to be fair, Ryan, like I like I told you on the phone, I was I, I felt bad because you know I used to be a gamer. Uh, I thought I was pretty good. Uh, then I stopped gaming, and all of a sudden, I got that Game Pass on Xbox, played Madden 20 because it was, you know, free and, and whatnot, and I literally have been playing that for about three weeks straight uh, with my spare time because I'm already in the year 2033, and my Chicago Bears have won 10 Super Bowls, and Nagy has won eight coaches, uh, Coach of the Years, and Trubisky has won six MVPs. And so when I watch real life now, it's the complete opposite. My lovely lady bride is here in the house as I hand her some sausage pizza. And um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I've been doing that. And I look back, I'm like, damn, instead of being embarrassed and, and sad every time I actually watch a Bears highlights or anything like that, uh, and it's not reality of what I've been playing, um, I just realized, wow, I could have watched the All Japan Tag Tournament. I should have been <laughs> watching New Japan since it's been tight. Uh, but a lot of dockets. Thank God for the internet and for clips. But uh, some good stuff. But we did watch a lot of awesome Dragon Gate. Some Noah, for sure. Some bangers. And definitely a, I don't, I don't know, Ryan, a run-in, per se, or a surprise. It's just, I don't think we, we saw 
No, I, I say we definitely watch a lot more Noah than we have in the year past. Yeah, um, well, because their empty arena stuff was kind of. I mean, it, the only reason empty arena. The sixty-minute Broadway, was, where thirty minutes was staring. <laughs> yeah, Fujita. Yeah, and it's like the hard part was their their stuff is interactive. And with no crowds, those long matches didn't work as well. And I think that's yeah. what hurt Noah. You know, I mean, d- dude, we did, like, I- I'm looking at, so the last thing we reviewed was Full Gear. Wow. So that means we haven't talked about Kobe World. No. Uh, Gate of Origin. The uh, Korokan show that happened on the second with all the, with the big angles. We haven't Ooh. talked, um, we didn't talk Noah Chronicles Volume <laughs> 4 which had Nakajima and Shiozaki. Uh, also, Final Chronicle, which has... Every day I start thinking it might be my match of the year more and more. Is it your match of the decade? Does overtake uh, Kota Ibushi, Kazuchika Okada, night one of Wrestle Kingdom 14? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm looking at it. I'm like, it's, it's definitely top three, top five, no matter what. But it's just a yep. matter of how high it's going to go. Over um, Ilya Jaganoff and Walter from uh, NXT UK yeah. a few weeks back. Okay. It, and then we reviewed that the last show, too. Yeah. And and that's going to be on the list, no doubt. But, like, yeah. that shiozaki Segura match was that, but, like, enhanced. I mean, yes. if if I had to watch Segura take another chop, I was going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really thought, bless you. But it's crazy. They're old heads. You know, on the Noah front, but like with Walter and Elia, they're all the heads in in the UK scene. So in a yeah, way, they're, they're kind of a parallel of just hard hitting, just like holy shit, what am I watching these guys put each other through, and will they be okay? And you know, so we haven't talked those. Um, we didn't talk <laughs> survivors. survivors. <laughs> or um, war game. We didn't talk about a hologram, Paul Bear. No, we did yeah. not. Oh my God! And one show that I, I actually was, uh, I don't know if you ended up getting. To I it. wanted to so bad, but like I said, the, I, I just found that Twitch name, and I was like, I gotta watch Big Japan, and then it's yeah, twelve nine. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't, you know, with that with that banger Okabayashi Sakamoto match. I went four and a half, Ooh. and the astronaut Stronghearts tag match was really good. Like we Which, got to see. Fuminori Abe and Takuya Nomura right exactly where they needed to be with guys nice. like T-Hawk and Lindemann who can work. And, okay. oh, it was good. It was just boom, boom. And, you know, we got an Andy Wu sighting, which was pretty sweet. Uh, seen him <laughs> come work. And that crazy-ass scaffold match where they're just like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Kadaka does a running knee to Masashi Takeda. And, uh, and and Kadaka realizes there's nowhere to land, so he just does whatever, and he just running knees him and falls halfway in the middle of the ring, almost into the turnbuckle from the mm-hmm. scaffold. Oh, and then gosh. He, falls, he falls forward, and uh, Miyamoto's trying to do something, and his arms dangle. So Miyamoto just grabs Takeda's arms and just pulls him <laughs> off the scaffold, and he just bumps. And then he does this okay. big-ass moonsault off of the scaffold Miyamoto does to, to uh, Drew Parker. I was like, my God, this is wild. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was a great show. And yeah, no, it's, Mar- it's definitely on my list. It's definitely on my list to watch just because I'm intrigued by 
just the different scenarios, but also because it's big Japan. It's, you know, probably going to be another uh, a federation as I think I'm, I'm done with American wrestling uh, coming into 2021, especially <laughs> with it on that new streaming. Since progress doesn't exist. So thanks for Brit rest. <laughs> NXT UK. You know, and then obviously we had the wild uh, AEW last week and, you know, impact. I, I don't know how much impact there is to talk. Did you, did you first, I should ask, did you watch any of that impact last night? Uh, no. When I found out oh. it was just a promo to talk about, I'm going to collect all the belts. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I could save my 11 minutes. <laughs> and like, theoretically, that's what I was assuming this was going to be. Cause like AEW gets nothing out of this. If, if you're talking talent swap, because like, what are you, you know, cool. Let yeah, me get on. There's no, like Eric Young's not going to pop you a number, but by making Kenny hey, Omega, you did on champion, discovery channel. Or whatever, you know, when he had that show. <laughs> you know, but if you, if you now, if you go, hey, look, we're going we're gonna to pop you a number. And in return, we want Kenny Omega to win your title. So now, if you're AEW, your champion is AEW champion, AAA mega champion, and also Impact champion, which is a 19-year running company. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, makes sense. Like, I take that trade-off. I don't have... Um, when access. does he defend the title? on your Twitch and or your access channel? Or do you wait till it's a pay-per-view? But all their big ones I, are done. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's that's going to be the question is what do you do next with it? Do you do I, one I of their Impact Plus, you know, special shows, you know, to try to get those subscribe rates up? Or, I mean, what's their end game? As we, you know, as we're talking about this, Kenny Omega winning the AEW World Champion from Winter is Coming, AEW's big events. Last week, which we'll kind of digress or discuss a little bit more here later on, but of course, Kenny Omega finally turning uh, into the cleaner uh, version of himself there. And the big thing was Don Callis, you know, kind of uh, over <laughs> taking a little too long to uh, get the microphone to uh, get turned on a la Her- Hernandez in that impact or uh, TNA uh, cage match 12 years ago or or Jack Swagger trying to grab the money in the big briefcase, where it just was like, my God, same, same. Hey, I'm Hispanic. (laughs) I can get them confused. All right, damn it. Sorry, I'm kidding. But but, I need to unzip my WrestleCast (laughs) shirt because you're unfiltered right now, and I love it. But it's just the match itself for (laughs) for the championship. after I watched it a few times, I'm still I'm still in the middle of good and bad, but not bad where I'm just like, huh, it's an Amazon match. Three and a half. It, was, it was, you know, a, a good match, but it just my problem was with the production of the match. It felt like a big fight feel. As I tweeted, I was like, wow, this feels like Wrestle Kingdom. This feels like Mania. We're getting this for free. And oh, company and i get it add revenues and whatnot but throw that shit on the front end that's when you throw that a half hour commercial free every station has done this if you're gonna build this as your big championship match where if you had a brain you knew that title was gonna change hands you you don't do some of the best stuff in the picture in picture i'm sorry i'm one that fast forwards that because i don't like watching picture in picture but i was missing some pretty cool stuff 
And that irritated me because I'm like, God, really? And then the heating, you know, spot was a little too much. And then, you know, the, the nine V triggers where I think one connected was a little too much. And again, I, I get where they were going. It just seemed a little bit rushed in that last like three minutes. And again, I don't know if it, that's production trying to get one damn microphone to work to make this spot go over more than, than it did in my eyes. But we had the cleaner, and I think everybody is happy. And hey, it got people talking. Yeah, and like real quick, I want to I I finish this thing about impact, and then I'll give you my thought too, is – so I don't have access, so I had to watch it on Twitch. And usually Impact on Twitch does about 1,000 viewers per, per week, like 1,200 wow. or so. And they, did, they peaked at 52.5 thousand people for this. Wow. So if anyone... So what do you the, get with that? If you go 50 times more than I that, and they're probably what, not subbing, like what, what do they get on that? Is it just equivalent to like a million YouTube views? It might be like like I'll get some ad revenue, like I'll get cents on the dollar for when I do the the summit on Fridays. Mm-hmm. You know, like last week we had, I think an average of like thirteen people in there at a time, and I maybe made like I don't know, like twenty two cents or some shit from people seeing ads. I expect um, my eleven cents, sir. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it towards blog talks it's gonna be There we go, there we go So we don't get that here. notification pop up Yeah, yeah, swipes <laughs> <laughs> Sorry um, I think part of it too is because it's, it's hooked up to my PayPal Where the where the shirts go And uh, oh, gotcha. you, you asshat fans haven't bought any shirts recently So there probably wasn't anything in the PayPal for them to pull from <laughs> Damn, asshats yeah, I'm just kidding You guys are nice people, most of you Um Except for the ones that make us have to talk about WWE. I hate when we pop a number for WWE and it's like, call oh, damn, we got to keep that. I, like, I wish those shows were flat so we didn't have to do it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I love just being out of great moment. But um, no, like, so it, it worked. I mean, it definitely worked. And mm-hmm. going back to the match, you know, I think I went like three and a half on it. I, I'm a little indifferent for the fact that I love that killer strike rush from Kenny at the end. I thought that was great. My problem was the mic spot because yeah, it, and it's not not even the the um not even the the callous thing, but more so Kenny using that microphone. Now on Impact, he he did a good job of putting it over. He goes, he he's, he get got asked about. It. He's like, well, would you, uh, Josh Matthews? Like, well, do you think you would have won? Is it tarnished? And he goes, let me ask you a question, Josh. Do you have a father figure in your life? And he goes, yeah. And he goes. What if some man that you don't like grabbed your father figure and was going to hurt them? Would you not pick up the first thing that you saw in front of your face and use it as a weapon to hurt that person and then rush him like I did? So he, he did a good job. Okay. And I was like, okay, that makes me like it a little more. But when, when Moxley hit the paradigm shift, left the ring, and got the chairs to the necro butcher spot, which looked like shit. Um, yeah. That was like to me. That's his mistake. You don't need to have him cheat now. He he had the match won and he chose to not do it. So now he gets like, you know, it, Kenny should have just the triggered him while he was holding Callus. I think that would have been enough. That would have been nice. Yeah. Instead of doing that mic bump and mic spot and then him blading, and I get it. You're trying to make it look crazy with the blood and whatnot. But like, 
he made his mistake and you should capitalize off of it. So I get where they're going with it, but I just didn't think they needed to do that. And that kind of took me out of the match a little bit. Also, what kind of took me out of the match was the the 19 references to the Golden Sheik. What's your favorite Golden Sheik match, by the way? Um, The one when he managed Don Callis to win the Stampede (laughs) Championship. So, so since a few people say you are the doppelganger of one uh, golden lover himself, Kenny Omega, and you both are Canadian. Um, so, is is he your uncle? I mean, what, what's your favorite moment with the Golden Sheep? Hmm. I think it was when back in in 1993, when I was 10 years old, and I got to meet Don Callis for the first time Whoa. at Stampede <laughs> when he won the title. Yeah. Yeah, when Don Callis was like kind of shredded, and uh, I felt that like guy was shredded. Like, yeah, it was before he became the Jackal or whatever he was. Jackal, like thank you. I was about to ask. I was like, what was his moniker in the E? And I was like, I know, of course, Cyrus. That's the reason why I've hated him for like twelve years is because he played that ECW character so flippin' yeah. well. I was like, I hate the network. I hate this guy. Not realizing he was the Jackal with the oddities and all that other ish, but. Yeah, well, it he took me a while. Commission. With, it was oh, Kurgan. the commission. That's right. That's was right. Was it like Kurgan, Recon, and Sniper, I think they were called? So is that one of the oddities turned heel or before? No, that's Or did they go before. from face? And okay. They, they were like heel. They wore like camouflage pants and like berets and like tight. Yeah, like, I remember. Yep, yep. Army colored the t-shirts. And then I think they dumped them and then they just put uh, Kurgan with the oddities. And then they put John Tenta in a uh, mask and a Cartman shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a, and a big like, like right, like uh, what should we call it? He had like a like a bludgeon bulge <laughs> on the side of his head or something. He used the main event of Hulk Hogan. Now wear this mask. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, I mean, but it, you know, the promo did its job. But that was, and the other thing I didn't like was that walk and brawl at the beginning was really long. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of good stuff to it too that I did like. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it wasn't anything that like, you know, I'm not going to, rem- I'm going to remember more the aftermath and the match. But that's the aftermath of yeah. him winning the title or just the everyone talking on left. the internet. Okay. And he, you know, and he, and he left and uh, got in the limousine and I was like, Oh look, there's a, there's, there's top flight. They were marking during the show. So good for them. <laughs> Minnesota boys there. Congrats on that. I worked a show with them like three years ago before they really got big, like when they first started. So they were like 16? Because they both say they're like 20. I think they were literally like, well, well, um, the younger one, Angel Dorado, is all I remember him as. I don't remember what he is now. But um, he wasn't there. It was uh, Airwolf was 18. It was like he just turned 18 and he just started training at the academy. Oh, okay. And that I made the, that's when we started the cook family. And it was in, and there was a guy he wrestled named Sterling bond who joined my group and was going to okay. feud with him. And I was going to manage him against that dude against Airwolf. And we were going to do like a little program. And then we never, they, the dude never booked the stuff anymore. But <laughs> I remember seeing them when we worked at a MEW show at the, um, in Minneapolis oh, yeah. at that theater, mm-hmm. the Parkway at the Parkway. Yeah. So that was, that was cool. But, yeah, I mean, so just the match didn't blow me away. You know, the, the show had some cool moments, but I mean, I didn't take notes. I didn't do any ratings. I didn't, 
it was a fun show. Unlike Jericho and Kaz, I mean, uh, the the Rumble gimmick, I was not a fan of. It was just all over the place. Um, and I I could have remembered the other stuff. Somebody. No, that was full gear. I'm thinking of with the Hikaru Shida, Nyla Rose mess. Oh yeah, yeah, gross. But <laughs> but um, do they still have uh, Serena Deeb? I haven't seen her in a few weeks. Uh, haven't relegated probably. her to dark already. Damn son, <laughs> get on the dark show because you ain't basic. I don't know. They had an Abaddon <laughs> on tonight. That was about enough for me. Abaddon, yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on Abaddon, by the way? Um. Do you want to go to Dragon Gate? <laughs> no. <laughs> or just, oh, and I watched the start of the Sunday Cinderella show that had um, Mayu Iwatani and Itami Hayashi Shida and Julia versus uh, Konami on uh, the two big title matches. Oh, okay. I was confused. <laughs> I was like, wait, Julia and uh, Iwatani were on the team? So thankfully you cleared that up. And I still need to get you a list of starter matches. I totally forgot about that. I want to get you some stuff so when we start putting together the year-end awards stuff that, like, you'll have more women to to pick from on your list. And I mean, just you know. to be fair, just through memes and uh, the stardom Facebook uh, group I'm in, I mean, Julia's already, like, in my top <laughs> two. And I haven't and, se- I, I've seen one match of hers, and that was like early on. I haven't seen the full evolution, but she's already in my top two. No, no the, the, one of the main ones you got to watch, like I said, is that Mayo Iwatani Takumi Oroha. The first match. round. Fuck, it was so good. Holy cow, was that match great? So, um, not to spoil anything on our list, but I mean, I know you're a Julia Mark. Where do I mean? I know you're you're not a big WWE guy anymore. But where, I mean, do you put respect on what Bailey has done throughout this whole year? I think Hell, so. Even her whole title run on SmackDown? Yeah, I mean, I think it's deserved. I mean, I, I won't, like, my, like I'll, I'm probably going to do a top 10 because I watch enough Joshi that I, I'll, yeah. I can look at it and, and not just, you know, pick from, like, two companies. Uh, yeah, you know, true. Seven, eight companies to pick from. But, I mean, I don't. Like, I didn't dislike her work by any means. I thought her and Sasha's match at Hell in a Cell was, I thought they worked hard. I just, yeah. I just didn't like the, I thought they should have saved that. I, and you want, if you want to make a Hell in a Cell, make it Hell in a Cell. You don't have to. You can, you can't, doesn't matter. But save it for Mania. Like, do you, do you remember how great it was when Sabu and Taz didn't touch? Mm-hmm. And then they finally oh, gotcha. barely legal. Like that's what you should have done with them, where they don't, you know, they have. But they, they had their chance last year and two years ago, where it was planted for Mania, and it's like, nope, we're gonna make you tag champs, or nope, we're gonna totally botch what we have, at, you know, in gold with an audience, and could probably make way more money, and you know, not do it still, and throw you in like a, a ladies battle royal or some shit, whatever they did two years ago. Like, but they've had you- their chance. And they blew mm-hmm. it again. And why couldn't you have just delayed it two more months and had Sasha win the Rumble? Oof. That's all you would have had to do. Because if you're going to do, the, it, you know, if they're really going to do because they're going to be at Raymond James again and, and Florida has, you know, they allow the, the small capacity or 50% or whatever yep. it is. Um, if you're, if, if they really are going to do Becky versus Ronda one-on-one, you don't need the rumble or anything for any of that because that doesn't mm-hmm. for a title. 
So yeah. save this, save the rumble for something big like that. Now I'm guessing they'll both they'll probably both be in the rumble to pop, and then one will eliminate the other. Eliminate. Yeah, you know how that goes. But wouldn't that be tight if, like, say Lynch was in the in the ring, and then Rousey comes out like 25, and then she like leaves the ring, and they just start beating the shit out of each other, and then needs <laughs> to go to the back. That see that would be great in my eyes. And they just now knowing WWE. You gotta have her sitting there, like running her mouth, like demanding she comes on, and then you have like a, somebody that you need to make a star, like Bianca Belair, dumps Becky Lynch, and Becky Lynch turns away, pissed, and goes out, ah, whatever, and then charged her. Because if you have her charge her, then you know three months down the line they're gonna have her come out and go, you know, I was never a little lady from the Rumble, and then <laughs> you know what I mean? That she's gonna somehow get a title shot, like. <laughs> so at least awesome. just make sure she gets dumped, you know. And, yeah. And, and by the way, you know that's okay. Now I'm kind of pissed off because we started talking about WWE and all that does is piss me off. <laughs> um, just, of let's just let's just go right into it now and get it over with quick. Let's. We're, I'm, I'm opening up my 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 browser of my summer or Survivor series. Are know. you bummed that? I know I am that we didn't get a build up for hologram Paul Bearer v hologram Tupac at Mania thirty seven. Oh, oh yeah, that'd been tight. And I'm bummed that that got no traction on Twitter because I posted it literally while hologram Paul Bearer was still on the screen. Like, come on, that's a killer joke. <laughs> Did a, I? I will say the most entertaining thing about Survivor Series, in my opinion, was myself. Uh, not to gloat, but I, <laughs> I'm putting over my uh, my t- my tweeting. I think I did over 100 tweets during doing this pay per view. First nice. and only time doing that. It was the easiest way to watch pay per view uh, for the WWE because all I did was talk shit, yeah. <laughs> and it was great. Um, opening match: Dominic Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio versus Buddy Murphy versus Ricochet versus Apollo Cruz versus Shelton Benjamin versus Jeff Hardy versus Cedric Alexander versus Angel Garza. Versus Kalisto versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Humberto Carrillo versus Elias versus Chad Gable versus Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz versus John Morrison. Um, I don't even remember who wins because I didn't even put a winner down and I didn't even give it a rating. Oh, when was that on? That was the pre-show. All that talent was in the pre-show. Yes, and because uh, they were going for brand supremacy. Oh my God! What does that even mean, Bruce Dolph Richard? What does that a, mean? Dolph Ziggler was wearing a blue SmackDown hat throughout like the whole match, like Jeff Hardy oh. was doing. It was annoying as hell. <laughs> I don't think he cared anyway. Um, order uh, the first person eliminated out of all them. Who do you think was the first man eliminated, Alex? Uh, since I understood three of those names, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Angel Garza. Uh, no, uh, John Morrison was, had the last entrance and was the first guy eliminated. Jesus. Didn't that happen last year? Like, he comes yeah. back and he gets eliminated? And then, like, his first rumbler in, like, eight years just gets tossed out by Lesnar. No. Like, what? No, because WWE has superior storytelling. Pay it, just follow, follow here how this goes. So, John Morrison was eliminated by Dom. I just wrote Dom because I didn't want to write his whole name out. Dominic yeah. Mysterio. Uh, then Kalisto via Sed. Ray via Dolph. Humby, instead of Humberto, I put yep. Humby via Garza, Garza via Sed, Sed via Ricochet, Ricochet via Shelty, Shelty via Cruz, Murphy via Rude, <laughs> Rude via Dom, Ziggler via Dom, Do- Dominic Mysterio's Kane, by the way, 
Cruz via Nakamura, Nakamura via Hardy, Elias via, via Gable. How many people are in this match? Uh, Hardy via Gable, Gable via Dom, but then the man who threw out his partner, Dominic Mysterio, is eliminated by the Miz. Miz gets retribution for his tag team partner. Storytelling right there. That's that's long term storytelling. Man, I tell done you fantastically. Long term for a match meeting because sometimes they they split shit up and you're like, what? <laughs> now, but that's probably the best uh, start to finish angle in a match uh, this company's done in a while. To be fair. Um, yeah. I, I, so I, I just put sure for my rating. That'll that'll be what you sure. Call that. <laughs> That's um, you were reading the results. It sounded like a rumble elimination. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, uh, over the top rope battle royale. Oh, um, then for brand supremacy, AJ Styles versus or AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, Braun Strowman, and Sheamus versus Jay Uso, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Otis, and King Corbin. Is Otis still around? Yeah, I think so. I went, I gave it two stars, uh, and Raw got the sweep. Ooh. It's because AJ Styles is a cool bodyguard. Sacrificing himself so he can go and be a dad. Congrats, by the way. I, th- I thought he was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. And he's like, this is so dumb. And he was just like, I'll do it. And then he just, just it was like when Gail Kim eliminated herself in that Raw Battle Royal and then left for Impact. Like she just like yeah I'm done and just rolled under the bottom rope and just or no she like jumped over the top she and just jumped left over. <laughs> she just walked away. Like I was like Dan Rollins is feeling how I'm feeling right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, um, I mean it's if I remember anything correctly, this seems you know a little stretched out. Nothing too, nothing too crazy per se. No. <laughs> you know, like you said with a clean sweep, and it's like. You, you think the network that's paying you a billion dollars uh, via Fox that their team would, you know, have at least two people eliminated <laughs> or eliminate rob people or, or, or some aspect of, aspect of that. But again, billion Free dollars. FS1. We're not going to give you anything. It's just like, come on now. Where, where yeah. Where's the logical thinking in that? But uh, <laughs> I will say the logical thinking was in the next match. Yeah, I went three and a half on this. This was fun. New Loved Day, uh, Street Profits defeat the New Day. Hit that nice neckbreaker combo on Xavier Woods. That was a really fun match. I yes, it. it was. I was, I was into it. And, and just a really good, you know, another uh, great showcase for uh, Montez Ford. Yeah, he, uh, and the talents of what he can do. How bad is WWE going to screw him up? Like, they're, they, they get all these guys that are really good and they don't do anything. Like, Ricochet. Like, I mean, now Big E did come out on SmackDown and have a new. He's got a, his own custom Wale song, and he had his powder match, which was cool. Like he had the like the NXT powder gimmick there. So okay, maybe okay. they're going to do stuff with him. But like, you know, it's it's just like it's just like we're going to get to a match where somebody should have won that didn't win uh, coming up here that I can't wait to talk about. But like, as he, long he, as they don't mess up his wife, uh, the EST, which she really is, uh, Bianca Belair. I, I think there's too much invested in those two. Sorry, Angelo Dawkins. But I will say Dawkins looked really good in this tag match. Um, I mean, everyone just seemed to be on point. I know Dawkins is a little bit more seasoned than his tag partner. 
but I, I thought all of our guys looked really good. But unfortunately, I think Dawkins might be the Genetti in the uh, Street Profit yeah. scenario. Oh, yeah. Well, Dawkins has been there since FCW. People just don't realize that. Like, if you really dig deep, he was in FCW. Damn. Uh, take like, that. Know, he's back with, like, Ambrose and Rollins and Reigns and, like, in training, you know, it's Bailey. Do, do you think he was uh, hanging around the mall with the, uh, the backstreet, I mean, the shield? As Ambrose said, he was like, one day we're eating potatoes like Steve Austin. And then I stole his gimmick. I mean, we're eating potatoes. And then <laughs> the next day, we're the Backstreet Boys. And then I love how his wife was like, what? It's a weird <laughs> reference. <laughs> Which, by the way, that Renee uh, Paquette's. Uh, sorry if I butchered the French-Canadian-ness out there. I apologize. Uh, but, uh, the Oral Sessions, a really, really fun uh, show to listen to Josh Barnett, of course, uh, Moxley and CM Punk for first three guests. All, Ooh. all awesome listens. The, um, and like, uh, I think it helps too that Vince likes the street profits. So it's like, like, <laughs> like as long as he doesn't say like, what he say to them, what he said to Cena. <laughs> no, he always says that to white guys. He's, he he loves them like but I mean that you know look at the new day when when it didn't nobody thought it was gonna work Vince mm-hmm. was a fan of it and look what happened you know he's behind that you know if he's behind you obviously you can tell that he's behind like Keith Lee too with the fact that he's allowed Lee to change multiple times to try to get it right mm-hmm. you know you you look at like Alistair Black he was probably like, the hell's going on here and you know, it just he didn't care you know and. Yeah, Alistair Black has to go to NXT, and they laughed at him apparently, or didn't laugh at him, but you know, basically, you know. So that's that's just the one thing I think that he has going for him is of all those Paul Heyman guys that Heyman was trying to push, Street mm-hmm. Profits are still getting pushed. So Vince has to like them. So that's got to be, you know, that's their coup. Not the Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, see, Humberto Carrillo. Jeez. And I. I don't know. Is there is there something to it? Because I mean, the hurt business. I think all every example you gave, though, especially the new day. I mean, their first gimmicks was like, "Hey, we're gospel. We're you know, we're we're this and that." They were not over, and then I think they flipped it. I don't even think Vince maybe had anything to do with that until they he saw them printing money for him, and oh, then he probably got interested. But he didn't veto it. I, is more where I'm going. Like he didn't. But they were like no. in the middle. You know, it, it just seemed like they were doing jack crap. You know, on, on mm-hmm. SmackDown, like it was just awful presentation. It was awful matches until one day it just clicked. You know, the trombone. You know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from Woods and and I think they were finally allowed to be themselves. Whether that was Vince or not, who knows? But yeah, I, I will say. You know, obviously. It all comes down to him, as been reported since forever. But um, <laughs> well, it's just it's uh, to, to to give you. I mean, to, to honestly, you know, you're, I think you're 100 percent right. I just I think it was the fact that they were given the ability to try what to do things on their own is yeah the cool where you know like some of these guys you can tell that they don't like remember the remember those outfits that uh that the revival were gonna get given to them. Yes, yes, yeah. I do. That that to me says Vince didn't believe in the revival. <laughs> like he just didn't care. You know what I mean? But <laughs> how? When they're seriously the acclaimed tag right. team in all the world, they don't make me laugh, or they're not big. <laughs> like here's the guy who's always you know you could tell 
Vince is, Vince is into because of previous gimmicks, you know, that involved, I mean, he worked an angle with the guy and then we wanted to come back. They push him to the moon, Bobby Lashley. You know, I mean, God, I, I, I mean, when he had Lashley, I bet you all he wanted back then was to get Lashley and Lesnar together. Oh my God. Like, but then he never made him? it happen. He had so many opportunities to do it. Do you think Lesnar mm-hmm. vetoed that? Because Lashley wanted it. He was calling him out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because last, and I mean, you know, I've, you know, I've always said Lashley, I think works really hard, but mm-hmm. he's, he's never gotten like that over. Like Vince even tried to get him more by having him shave his well, head. Cause the mic. Yeah. Lack of mic for sure. I mean, that's turd. what's been great about this hurt business. When you have yeah, MVP, MVP as your mouthpiece, yeah. I mean, he's on the best comeback, you know, uh, short list uh, nominees for the uh, WWE. How uh, good is he back? And I voted for MVP. It was like him, Reigns, you know, Mysterios, a few other people. I was like, no, MVP is taking shit. Who was supposed to leave? He was supposed to have like a, a two-off, you know, the Rumble the night after. Talked. Mm-hmm. People listened. He was going to retire. And, and like you said, now look at him. He created a group for all these wrestlers during, you know, that have been wrestling for almost 20 years, 15 years at some point and Lashley and Shelton Benjamin and bringing in the young dude. I uh, can't think of his name. Cedric, um, Cedric thank you. And, you know, I, I, it's it's so awesome to watch them. It, it, it's, it's a perfect. breath of fresh air. It's we, like when... We, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, it kind of reminds me of like a main event mafia, but done better. Okay. I, can, I feel that. It, because I it's like all these that. acclaimed wrestlers that mm-hmm. really never got their push where they should have been. Because Lashley should have been world champion a few times. Shelton should definitely have had a shot. I mean, he was a damn good IC and a great tag team wrestler. But he definitely could have got that shot around that 06, you know, era. Like mm-hmm. 506 before Cena took everything over. Um, and, you know, uh, and, and MVP, pretty damn good, you know, throughout his solid hand, if you will, throughout his whole career. So, I mean... Again, I'm not saying it's it's their Booker T's, their Scott Steiners, but just the presentation of what they were trying to do in TNA was laughable in my eyes. Because I'm like, oh, I know mm-hmm. these guys, and they're just wearing suits and effing sunglasses. Like, these guys, I believe what they're going to do. The name grabbed me because at first I was like, huh? But, I, I mean, I, I'm all about the Hurt Business. Mm-hmm. It, it's good, too, because, like, Shelton's another guy that, Kind of like Morrison, you can say John Morrison in a way too. Those guys are always going to have a job because they yes. did business correctly. Vince, Vince basically handpicked them from when they were kids, almost. You know, so they like Lesnar. They grew up in the system, mm-hmm. and you're exactly right because now it gives you can put them on TV and accentuate the positives and hide the negatives, mm. oh, and yeah. that's why it works so well. I think because because I love seeing those dudes just wearing suits looking like and they're not and they're not chicken shit heels which is all WWE does. Yeah. Uh, speaking of chicken shit, uh, I went one and a <laughs> half on Bobby Lashley with a full Nelson on Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, one of the greatest wrestlers alive for a while. I mean, think about this: like five years ago, he had that match with Cesaro. That's one of the greatest matches I had ever seen. Him and Shinsuke balls. Nakamura still oh, probably man. my top three NXT matches ever. Ever. Uh, his match with, with Neville was tremendous. 
you know, and now this guy's yeah, spending yeah. the whole match running, trying to run away and hide from Lashley for 10 minutes until the Hurt Business stop him from leaving, and then he just Because he's got that IC money. <laughs> he's, that's so bad. Um, I don't... I, I, my rating on the next match surprises me because I don't remember anything of it, but apparently at the time, I, I went three and three quarters on Sasha Asuka. I must have really liked that match. I don't know if I would... <laughs> I don't know why, because I don't remember anything about it, but... It was quick. It was, you know, to the point. It was meteoras, you know, as, as we expect from Sasha. You know, of course, we, we had the uh, the back and forth, uh, you know, strike exchanges, and uh, yeah, it was, you know, kind of your, your basic roll-up. This was a match that should have been a little bit more, but I'm pretty sure we just saw them uh, wrestle maybe about a couple of weeks prior or a month or so. So, you know, it, it's something that was a special match when we saw it, like, a, I think it was, like, last year, where we're like, holy crap, we're going to see Sasha Banks and Asuka, where, you know, you, you see it a few times within one year, it kind of loses the luster in a way. But, yes, for a, a quick, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of a match, I, I, yeah, it was, it was definitely watchable and, and entertaining. Uh, then we got... Um... Oh, I got some shit to say about this. Uh, Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Peyton Royce, and Lacey Evans against Bailey, Bianca Belair, Natalia, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan. Uh, finish of the winner, year. Finish of the year. <laughs> shunned to the ring steps like a child. Um, they had one job, and that's to put Bianca Belair, Belair, Bianca Belair over, and they did a decent job of it, but why couldn't she have won the match? Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like that they had Baszler get DQ'd because that kept her strong. Takes her but out. I, yep. I tell you what, this was awful. I I gave it a quarter star, and in parentheses <laughs> wrote "Dud Shit Show of the Year Award." This match. Wow. This was one of the. Is this your worst match of the year? I think it is. Yeah. This was the. There was nothing that wasn't flat. Like. At one point, you could tell Shayna Baszler didn't even want to have anything to do with the match. She wasn't even tagging in. I mean, this was awful. The, the, the amount of botches were redonked. Like, like, I forgive Ember Moon and Dakota Kai for that horrendous opening five-minute time that they had where they couldn't get anything right. And Dakota Kai started watching the clock trying to get, like, oh, God, we need to get the next woman in here. We don't click. <laughs> like it was, I, I mean, they couldn't get anything to work. It was, oh, it was bad. You could tell they were like, oh, my God, what are we doing? Because they're really good. But mm-hmm. this match was atrocious. I mean, holy crap, how do you? I mean, I think, I think there was like nine botches before there was an elimination. And then Natalia comes in just screaming like normal. And, oh, my God, it was bad. For the amount of time given, it seemed like – all of these wrestlers thought they were like uh, circa 2012 Monday Night Raw, where it's like, all right, we, we have a women's Survivor Series match. We're going to make it six minutes in, in total length, where they got like almost four times of that, or at least it seemed like it. And it just seemed like everybody tried to get their ish in. But it's just like, like you were saying with Dakota Kai, they were looking at the clock thinking, oh, my God. We have so much yeah. time left. Well, and your ring, your you know, your ring general for the SmackDown size. Sorry, Natalia. I, I, I understand you know what you're doing, but you're not. The, you're not. You're probably the third best woman on that team. They Damn, really Ruby Riot. 
<laughs> they eliminate Bailey like immediately. And I'm like, well, they're going yeah. to the ring general from SmackDown. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, see ya. You know, and then then Shado is just like, I'm just gonna stand here. <laughs> and then Nia Jax is in there every freaking minute, and she's just sloppy. And then they're then they're like. They take like five minutes to yell at Lana for tagging. Oh my God, just get off my television. I just feel bad that uh, Nia Jax hurt, uh, what's her name, Candice LeRae at, uh, at NXT. I'm just kidding. That's a bad injury joke. Uh, get well, Candice. <laughs> um, but... did, did you see the thing on the botch on Raw, too? In the, no. It was Nia and Baszler against Asuka and uh, Lana? No, I think I saw someone comment on it. What what happened there? Did she kill so, Lana? Nia Jax went to throw a clothesline at Asuka, and she ducked it, and then Lana held the rope down so she would run over the rope and fall over. Mm-hmm. And she threw the lariat at Asuka and then stopped running and then restarted running, and Lana had held that rope down mm-hmm. before she even threw the clothesline, but she just kept going anyway, and then, like, like flipped over the top out of the ring and then just landed on her own feet (laughs) and then like spun in a circle like she was confused wow (laughs) so with the payoff of the nine table spots involving Lana and Nia Jax the obvious botches by Nia Jax I mean and the payoff obvious and, and the chronicle that Lana had and people being critical you know allegedly behind the scenes there you know saying well, this is a horrible look on the company, you know, with the Chronicle, you know, because it shows, you know, the company being, you know, so standoffish with her, you know, her, you know, on and off, you know, pushes, what have you, um, training, blah, blah, blah. And when Alana does eventually win a championship, whether it's tag or the TLC. women's title. <laughs> I mean, she's going for the tag titles with Asuka. Like... I mean, what what happens with that? Like, do I mean, people it's... even care? Like, to me, she has not gained any sympathy for me. Uh, a, because I know it's wrestling. And B, just because I, I haven't seen really too much improvement on, on either end. Now, if I had to choose my life between Nia Jax and Lana for my safety in the ring, I would probably just eliminate myself. Uh, but I would probably have to go with Lana. <laughs> On there, or maybe I'd have to call an audible and say, "New Jack, just just do your thing on me. Just, just take me out." <laughs> yeah, I'd but, rather just quick and painless. <laughs> but I mean, is anyone gonna gonna give a shit if Lana and Asuka win these straps at TLC? And my second part of this question is: Is my God, how does no one in creative or Bruce Pritchard, whoever the hell is running this, realize? Oh, we're putting Nia Jax in another TLC match? Huh. Do we remember oh, last year where Asuka was in a tag match in a TLC match? You know, just all this random stuff. And I'm like, is Asuka, God forbid, going to be the one that gets hurt? Like, uh, there's just so many bad scenarios that can come out of, wait, out of this, this tag wait, match. This match is going to be a TLC? Oh, then, God. I hope not. Well, then again, though, that if they make this a tables match, it all makes sense. Then Lana's going to put her through. Well, the yeah, table. it's going to be a table match. But I'm saying at the events, like we already know, Nia Jackson and about Nia, about Lana winning a title. I don't care. Like I, it's, I, I liked Lana in the skirt screaming in Russian with Rusev. 
when she was that. Now she's like Valley Girl. Herself? Yeah, and it's just like she just annoys me. Florida like, I don't... State? Yeah, I'm good on that, man. It's just. Yeah. No, I don't care. I just don't care. I don't care. This company doesn't make me care about anything. Well, Bring back Bailey. And she's not believable. She doesn't know how to lay it. She doesn't lay anything in. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Next Roman match, Reigns the main event. What the you think main event that everybody went caca gaga over, uh, including myself. I will say if I had to go on the Ryan Cook rating scale, I, I would probably give it a four. The only thing, the only thing that pissed me off was the Japanese style Pure Rizzo twenty nine kickouts from uh, Drew McIntyre towards yeah, like the I, last five minutes. It got old the, really quick. I think the only reason they did that is because, as per normal, um, they booked themselves in a corner and didn't realize it. And now they're going to make one of their champions look weak. So I think they did that to try to make Drew look. That's why you um, have Orton keep that title. And then you have McIntyre be, beat him the following night. It's like, oh, you couldn't beat SmackDown's champ? Well, let's, you know, face me. That's when you it, do that shit. I don't think it, it, it hurts. It doesn't hurt Orton at this point in his career one bit if he loses to Roman either. Correct. And in you fact, know, like, I think that's a bigger match. This is a match you save for a Mania, a SummerSlam, or something well, along they, those they lines. Well, they wrestled that Mania two years ago. Yeah, but that match sucked. Yeah, it did. <laughs> that match was atrocious. Um, like, the, the interpromotional champion versus champion worked when it was Lesnar, because Lesnar could get all those guys as over the as small guys, yeah. Yeah, and, yep. and he's great with them. But it, in, in, in the, the match ends and you have Lesnar win like you should, but the other guy looked better coming out of it. This was just... Agreed. It didn't work. It doesn't work when you have these two. And no. why did Raw sweep everything? Because they're trying to get a billion dollars. For, I guess except for Sasha. Well, and, and Street Profits are on SmackDown. So I guess Sasha and Street Profits. But I mean... Damn, you pulled an Alex. <laughs> I forgot what brand they are. <laughs> like, and here, here's my question: Is why are they worried about brand supremacy when, like, the week before that, half of them were on the other shows? <laughs> That's so true. And, um, and this year, when they all wore their blue shirts and red shirts, it said "Fox and USA" on the back, which I laughed at. <laughs> uh, did That's, you realize fun. when the Godwins came out for the uh, Undertaker ceremony? I didn't know uh, which was who was who. That and I, and then we called I, one of them like at four in the morning. Yeah, we called always. Uh, we called Pig, <laughs> Phineas I Godwin, Phineas Godwin, Henry O um, Godwin. So many people coming out. Of course, the uh, the BSK crew, you know, members uh, Savio Vega, Rikishi, uh, you know, the the Godwins, as mentioned there. Uh, JBL showing up, of course. Jeff Hardy, because you know. Undertaker, you know, credited it, you know, you got to credit him, you know, for, for building that singles career, you know, that, that ladder match will forever be iconic. That ladder um, match is really good. That's true. Big show, Shane McMahon, uh, Foley, well, obviously Foley, uh, HBK, Flair, Triple H, uh, Kane coming out in his goddamn gimmick. <laughs> Was that you are real? the mayor, a mayor, a legit politician who's an anti-masker, allegedly, 
But this dope is coming out in full-ass gimmicks wearing a damn mask at a damn celebration of a 30-year career. And this doofus ass mayor, who I'm sorry, you could eliminate 90 effing people in a freaking rumble history, but this guy was never good. Shut the hell up if you're like, he's good. No, this guy's always been a slow piece of trash who was never good as a dentist, a guy banging Katie Vick, or whatever the hell, you know, you want to give whatever he's done in his damn career. But uh, Glenn Jacobs has never done a goddamn thing for me. One of the worst people and characters, whatever the hell you want to say. And this goddamn mayor comes out with goddamn gimmicks. What the hell is going on? But we got a hologram. You do not want to make an enemy out of me. But we got a hologram, Paul Bear. His goddamn gimmicks. Wear your goddamn mask, Mayor Kane. Man. In real life. And if you don't know, now you know. (laughs) Man. Timestamp that shit. Yeah, I was like that on the internet. Looks like we're making a new intro. (laughs) Send it to Knott County, that douchebag. That guy sucks. I'm sorry. He could be the nicest guy, like everyone says. He's smart. Hey, I read the newspaper, too. But, damn it, you're not smart if you're in your damn gimmicks at a celebration where no one gives a shit Do you're you wearing your gimmicks. They told them we're, we're, we're Yeah, do you think they ribbed them? I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> Are, did he do it? Just be, I don't, I don't even, why am I trying to make sense of When he came out, I just started laughing. <laughs> No angle was built out of this. He was just like, it's time for me to bury one more soul into one more hole. And then the bell rung. And that was it. I was like, no one's coming out. Nothing's going to happen. I just wasted this goddamn night watching the Survivor Series. Oh, my God. You know, I know there hasn't been a ton of farewells, but... Could you, man, Undertaker's got to be like, well, I guess that's how it ends. Of course it does. He's got to come back for Mania, right? I don't know. I don't. It made me. Mark like, Calloway is like, all elite. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've never, like, I've never been an Undertaker guy. Like, I think he's, like, I think he's great. You know, he's, I, I, I will never disagree <laughs> with, like, his matches. So I just, you know, maybe it's just, maybe it just ties into with all, like, I don't care about all that hokey supernatural shit half the time going on. Like, it was cool when I was a kid. Yeah, um, yeah. But, like, hey, I just, Chuck Norris roundhousing dudes? That was my shit. And then when Yokozuna <laughs> wins? That blew my mind as a 10-year-old or 11-year-old. I was like, whoa, freaking Walker, Texas Rangers is booting Ludwig Borga, but yet Undertaker loses? Wait, he's on the Titan Tron? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, you know, it was what it was, but Wow, what a and, and explain this to me. After all those people came out, where did they go? <laughs> yeah, they just did. Undertaker bury them all. They needed space for the hologram. And I was like, this is like when he just came out and, and they weren't even ringside. I just started laughing and I was like, <laughs> <"Yeah>, this. <sucks." 
I'll be honest with you, until you posted something, I didn't even see the hologram because I just laughed when he just started talking and nobody was there, and I turned, I just turned it off. Yeah, it's uh, do something when there's a audience. If you're gonna do something at Mania, I get it, it's the 30 years because of Survivor Series, Hogan, all that good stuff. But like, do, do it smarter. Like, say, hey, we're gonna have the Undertaker. We're gonna celebrate his career, and then say, you know, wait for Mania, and then have him end it. If you are gonna have it at at Tampa, and you're gonna get like eight thousand fans, do it then. So then at least you know, that pop is going to be there. Not some bullshit piped-in sounds. Oh, the, if but that. This, is, this is Vince's wet dream. He literally gets to control who gets cheered and booed. Under and tanker. God. All right, well, that was Survivor Series. Um, Gina, that went way out. longer than I expected. When I looked yeah. at it, I was like, we're going to say Survivor Series, hologram Paul Bearer, and that's it. Well, <laughs> and I think we went. irritated. 28 minutes. <laughs> uh, NXT TakeOver. Tony Storm, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez a defeat. Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai. Uh, I went three and a quarter. It wasn't bad. Wait, but... the heels won that match? Yeah. Wait, did you not watch TakeOver? No, not yet. That was going to okay. be like this weekend. Then, then, we'll, then never mind. We won't, we won't talk about it. Um, all I, I, all I, I know is Timothy Thatcher... Better be the best damn wrestler on that card. That's all I can say. <laughs> I, I, I will say this. I did go four and a half on the men's cage. I, that was really what. Yeah. I, I, I don't care a shit about Dexter Loomis. Um, Why are these matches 50 minutes each, though? Each, each yeah. four games match. Oh, yeah, it's long, man. Um, like, but the, what, when you watch the women's one, like, Halfway through the, the Dakota Kai Ember Moon opening part, you're like, this isn't going well. <laughs> you can tell they kind of realize it. Is. Um, and uh, make sure to watch what Indy Hartwell does because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really confused. I, I have in parentheses with a question mark I was going to ask you about. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's something, it's something near the end where she does and then doesn't do. I guess it doesn't. Like it doesn't affect anything because of I told you the the the, the, the winner is like an asshole. Yeah. Um, which I I, I thought I I thought you might have watched it. I don't know why. It's not even on the synopsis, bro. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I was gonna watch it. I actually did watch about like 20 minutes of that match, and then I got distracted, and then um, yeah, and then I was just like, oh yeah, I'll watch that, and it's Wednesday. Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. The, the this is gonna be essentially. My 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 like importance of watches is is Super J Cup and anything else after that. And the DDT which is DDL. Saturday. I, I, oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. I DDL. gotta start watching those because yeah. the um, uh, the finals the twenty seventh. So yeah, I'll, de- I'll definitely have time. That, that's the final for the deal. Yeah. Okay. What? What? Okay. Cool. So we do have some time. You said? Did you say twenty seven? Yeah. Okay, and then New Year's Eve is that that awesome uh, gimmick tag thing with Big Japan and yes, ADC. I hope that's streaming on their website because um, I, I will I will stay up after the ball drops and watch that. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but watch for this <laughs> because like so, Indy Harwell does the takes the does the key thing and locks the door right. Yep. And then after the match, when she Ooh, comes something out, new and original. Yeah, that's why I'm like, what do I, it doesn't matter if I tell you this or not. Who cares? 
like she comes down at the end and then like opens the cage to walk in and celebrate. And I, I literally wrote Indy locked the door. I thought question mark. Cause she didn't use the key to open it. I was like, wait a minute. I thought she just locked that door. It's supposed to be locked to begin with. So what's, what was so cool about her locking it? I mean, it was stupid. Um, okay, good. That's one last thing we have to talk about that I didn't really want to talk about. The main event was cool. Was, was pretty cool. Okay. Um, Is it true? I mean, I, I really did like the singles match with um, with Cole and McAfee, but I mean, everyone say I've watched NXT in, in a couple of weeks, but I mean, is he really that amazing on the mic? I, I mean, yeah. he's his ring the- work is good for being an ex-punter. Obviously, he has athleticism. But, like, I mean, I, I did see the spot he did off the cage, which I was like, I think two people caught him. Yeah, nobody that, And they were all there. Like, there's eight, nine people and seven people there. How did nobody catch him? But yet, like, nine women are going to catch uh, Io Shirai wearing a garbage can, which is way more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Shout, shout out to, uh, I, I, Doof goes, there's a spot you're going to effing hate. And he was talking about that. And I was like, oh, that was cool. And he's like, you like that? I was like, like, I might be reading into it too much, but I think that was, uh, that's what great Sasuke would do. He'd put, like, big things over him and then jump on people. So I was like, oh, they, I think cool. it might have been a tribute to Sasuke, which that's why I thought it was kind of cool. But if I'll it wasn't, it. then whatever. It was what it was. Um, I See, I saw it leading up to that. I think I turned it off, like, after the ninth time. She kept, like, not being allowed in the structure. And I was <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Okay, this is dumb. And then, like, I, ch- I saw a meme later on that night where it was, like, uh, Oscar the Grouch jumping off of the, the, uh, <laughs> the structure. I was like, what does that even mean? And I saw the next day, a still of Eo Shirai with the garbage. I was like, oh, okay. That's how she gets in. <laughs> so funny. So, uh, Dentris, I, I hope he retains the uh, NXT North American Championship. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I'm praying. Um, so, what do you, where do you want to go? Do you want to do... Do you want to go Dragon Gate or do we want to go Noah? World. I will go Dragon Gate. I'm all for Dragon Gate. We can close out with Noah here. Uh, every, what a listening. banger of an opener. Uh, of course, open the Briefgate Championship. Kaisuke oh, Ikuda. Oh, Champ oh, taking on Kickboy oh, himself. Kaido Ishida. And you heard it um, Kickboy, baby. Oh, yes. Uh, first things first. Awesome match. Great back and forth, as usual. Uh, kicks, retorts, uh, uh, you know, galore. But what did you think of the blonde dreads uh, Kaito Ishida was rocking? I thought Kaito Ishida with his blonde dreads and his new gear looked awesome. Yes. I thought he looked cool as shit because he looked—he had a more punchable face than normal. <laughs> like, let's go. But the whole new yeah. look, I mean, it's it's essentially a move up, correct? Like, this is yeah, bigger and better things. That's, that's, so I looked at this match, and I said, if Kaido Shida wins the title back, to me that says, Kaisi Okuda is going to go tag with, like, Ben K to take on BB Hulk and Kai for those tag titles. Ooh, that would be nice. But if Okuda retains, I think Ashida is going to start mo- is moving up the card. Mm-hmm. And I went four and a half. This was awesome. And he changed his gimmick like ten minutes between ma- or ten uh, days between 
the yeah. LB world and the event before. So that's what I was like, what? Same person? You got to save his new gimmick for Kobe. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> Dude, this is great. And the finish, too, Okuda's got that choking, and, and Ishida gets out of it. And then the, with the momentum, suplex. goes right back into it. Yeah, he does that suplex. He gets right up, puts him right back in the choke, and Ishida, literally, you could see him realize he there was nothing else he could do, so he had to tap. Yep, yep. Yeah, oh, there so you go. That defeated look, he's like, I, I got you. <laughs> I was, I was four and a half on it, man. Oh, that's a that's a hell of a way to start the show again. The back and forth is nuts. Uh, a great way to end this year long rivalry, by the oh, way, as we man. talked about last show in our Kobe World preview uh, about a month ago here. But uh, definitely one of, if not the feud of the year in all of professional wrestling. Um, yeah, and this was just a, a damn good match. Is when um. When Yosuke Santamaria earned that Bravegate shot, Nashida laughed at her. He's like, "Fine, I'll give you a shot, but you got to be in the opening match, like, because you're you're you don't belong later on the show." So Okuda mm-hmm. says, "Hey, Nashida, you want your rematch? So you got to be in the opener because you, know, <laughs> you don't belong in the bottom." So like, that was cool as hell too that they did that. Oh yeah, good call, good call. So, That's uh, go back there. One thing about Piro is is they always have those those little uh, callbacks, whether it was a, from a month ago, six years ago, or two decades prior. It's just they always have one little thing where you're like, huh? And Dragon Gate is a company where, at the end of the day, I don't think anybody has better storytelling than, than Dragon Gate does. I I would agree with that. I I would say DDT. In the last two years, I, I would yeah. say it's probably a close two or three, depending on which New Japan you're looking at. New Japan circa <laughs> 2017, 2018, or yeah. 2020. Like, looking at 2020, watch, sorry. You look at all the people like Shingo and Pac and Tozawa and all those dudes, Ricochet, you know, even the Strongheart guys for that matter. When, you know, they can, it's like, like I said about the Shingo thing, when, when nobody ran out to save Hiromu. And, and yeah. like, you know, th- it's being like talked about. And Shingo's the guy who goes, look, I want to say this because I want to pound in their heads myself. But he asked us to not come out, and I was respecting that. Like, he's the only guy that made mention of it. Everyone else was just like, dang, dang, beat him. Like, come on, man. Like, how do you not understand to put a story together? Well, it's because, as they said in interviews uh, during the, the pa- early onset of the pandemic, Hey, we're not really cool with each other outside of this group. Like we don't even talk to each other. So I mean, it it all makes make makes sense. When I was like, explaining, let me help. I'll, I'll, I'll just let me talk, guys. I understand storytelling. <laughs> when I uh, when I was explaining to Callie about you know Puro when we were watching uh, Shiozaki and uh, Segura the other day, I told her you know I was talking about the Dragon Gate America show that we went to. And then, you know, we're talking about Daniel Bryan, Moxley, Brody Lee, you know, all the people that we saw. And then I was like, it hit me. I was like, holy shit, we were in the same hallway as like Naruki Doi and Shingo Takagi and all of them. And I was like, that's freaking nuts. Like 10 years ago, oh. we were in, you know, a 2000 seater and we were all across these guys that are still kicking ass 10 years later. It was amazing yeah. to think about. And that's where you look at like, you know, up until they decided to change NXT, Johnny Gargano, look how great he was because of Dragon Gate. 
The Young mm-hmm. Bucks credit Dragon Gate for their big break. Look what yeah, the yeah. storytelling. Like, this company. And, and here's the other thing is look at some of these guys at the end of these shows. Shin Skywalker. Uh, um, you know, uh, where am I going? Ben K, Kota Minora, um, uh, Dragon Daya. I, I'm just kind of going through the, the, the roster here. But uh, Madoka Kakuda obviously took part in a big angle at the, at the that Corican show. Yep. Uh, you know, Kaito Ishida, all these guys are like eight, 18 to like 25 years old. Companies are, don't do what this company does. This company grabs, you know, SB Kento and, and makes, makes him a star at, at, right away. They said right out the gate, here we go. We're going to make him a star immediately. And, and they built them. Works. They built that whole trio of guys over months by giving them victories upon victories mm-hmm. over veterans, which is unheard of in Puro. To then having SB Kento or SBK, sorry, I got to get one of those hats, uh, to join the hottest, if not the best faction in all of wrestling with R.E.D. And then has him win a championship after aligning himself with R.E.D. It's it's just bonkers. And and again, they're thinking outside of the box in that aspect where, again, I, I haven't seen any other company do anything like that. Every, everybody's just scared to do anything like that. And, and that's where this company succeeds is they're not worried about, all right, we got to wait till this guy, you know, 30 years old before we do something with him. Yeah. They're going, we're going to continue to turn over stars over and over. And as you they know, did with the, uh, with the battle Royal in the next match, my pick, Eel Watanabe, again, a fellow R.E.D. Yeah. member, you know, hitting that stunner, getting that clutch pin for the win. Take that, ho ho loon. Uh, but, you know, he, he took out Problem Dragon like it was nothing, you know, nothing too crazy about this match, except the right man won. Mm-hmm. Here, but it builds up that young talent, like you were saying. Look, look Madoka, uh, Madoka Kakuda, he's in the group now, too. Mm-hmm. Like, and what was, what was cool about him on that Corkin show is they kept showing him sitting ringside because he wasn't in, in a match. Like it's so like, and they kept showing him like frustrated that that they weren't booking him. Like, why are why are my peers being booked? Why is uh, Takeo Kamai in in this higher end match than me? And they kept showing him, and I, and there was no English commentary, but like I could tell that they by they kept showing him, and he was getting visibly more frustrated. And then he's like, "Screw you!" and he joins. <laughs> you know, like SB Kenta removed uh, Dragon Kid's mask. Um, and then uh, Kakuda and Kame make the save, but then Kakuda goes, uh, removes the mask back, and then starts pounding on Kame. Like I'm like, it's this is what's so great is they keep doing this. It's and like then, um, you're expecting a swerve, but the swerve is unexpected and, because they go a completely out of love with that wrestler or wrestlers that you weren't expecting to do anything, and they're just like, holy shit, they're on my radar. Well, and here's the kicker, is now I have no idea what the hell is going to happen here, because, um, so, so, you know, Hyo got that, you know, he got the wish mm-hmm. for winning that battle royal, and when Diamante came up, he kind of gave him this, like, smile. So, did I, you know, not to jump around, but did you watch that? Oh, I had not, no. So please after, tell me because it's not going to be on on the stream now for many 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 months. Yeah. So after the beatdown that they did and having Kakuda turn heel, 
and all that stuff. Kyo revealed his in-ring wish, and he basically uh, R.E.D. challenged Toromon to a no DQ at final at final gate. But it's it's going to be just like the uh, um, the Dangerous Gate. It's going to be a losing unit disbands match. Really, so Toromon and R- or R.E.D. are done at final gate. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what? I know. Dude, that's going to be on there. And then we get Ben Tavers' Skylock. Like, oh, yeah. Final Gate. Oh. When's Final Gate? Uh, Tomorrow? It's coming up, it's coming up soon. Uh, wow. Let me, let me, I can't believe that. Yeah, I'm like, sign me the F word up. Yeah, let's see. Two days ago, it was updated. Uh, Final gate is twenty twenty, or or uh, December twentieth. Twenty, okay. Um, <laughs> it's the Ben K match, but then you know they they just added that the 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 unit disband match. God, I just don't want because Ben K has looked so awesome after losing to Naroki Doi. Uh, the the uh, open the twin brave whatever that that they're at their championship. Open the um, There we go. <laughs> um, he's been rebuilt literally uh, numerous times. Uh, you know since since losing the title, and I'm just so bummed. Where it's just like you have a new champion, you have this rebuilt former champion who's clearly one of your pieces for the future for the next couple of years, and it's just like how are you going to book that and did they book themselves in a corner i think shin skywalker's beat them <sighs> just so sad let's uh, see 12 13 units defeated in toramon versus red will be disbanded so so is it going to be a cage match or is it just elimination i, I think it's just going to be a uh, no dq elimination uh okay. real quick uh we'll grab this here uh Three one zero area code. What you got? Hello. Oh, he dropped the. He was shy. Uh, maybe he was just listening. I apologize. Damn you, Kane. <laughs> I, 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 I still remember grab. seeing Kane versus Chris Benoit, and that was one of the worst matches because Kane was so awful. And then I saw <laughs> Kane and early Batista. And, oh God. <laughs> um, Thanks, backlash. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna book it, but uh, uh, let's see. We had uh, Super Super Shisa, Konomama Ishikawa, Sachioko Boy, Gamma, Problem Dragon, Diamante, Hiyoho, Holon, and Jimmy were the people in that battle royal. I do want to give a shout out to Hoho Loon, who's the first guy eliminated, um, or second guy after Ishikawa. Second. Yep. Um, he gets eliminated, and then in his gimmicks, just runs halfway across the building to the back of the the, the front or the lower level seating and sits down and starts doing commentary. Oh, of course. <laughs> Like we said in our preview, I was like, there's no way in hell Ho-Ho Loon's going to win. He had to get that commentary on, on, on point. How did 10K lose all that weight? <laughs> uh, 86 he, he kilos. Body. Yeah. Ho-Ho Shout out to Jay doing um, awesome commentary. When the, when the, you, can't, you, you can't say that because he might have been, if he was taking roids, we don't want people to know that. Ho-Ho Loon's <laughs> innocent. Oh, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> like, shut, shut the hell up. Like, he's like nudging him. Shut up. Shut up, man. <laughs> uh, then we got, speaking of the young guys, Madoka Kakuhara and the now R.E.D. member in Takedo Kamei 
took on Ryo Saito and Boku Arshimizu. I went three and a half on this guy. Kakuda with that distance layered on Saito for the victory. Once again, the young kids, man, they're pushing. They're them. so fluid. Oh. How can you be that good at that young? There's just so natural. Kamei is so natural. There's a rumor that there's like four or five more that haven't debuted yet still. <laughs> Jesus. That they have in their system. Dragon system. Like, let's go, man. I will say though, I do love the uh, the Duke Silver uh, saxophone uh, entrance that uh, Kamei and uh, Madaka Kakuda come out <laughs> to. The, the the generic Dragon Gate music. It it just reminds me of the wonderful Duke Silver. Just way too much. <laughs> Shout out uh, Boku R Shimizu now is uh, uh, Boku Tomo Dragon. Uh, he even changed his Twitter <laughs> profile picture to being just as awesome. Is he wearing a mask? Yeah, he has the full shoulder pad mask like Ultimo in the, the same. Oh, band. my God. I love it. I'm so bummed. <laughs> I didn't know there were more shows. Yeah. Yeah, a couple more Corkins here as they build up. This, this is what I think tonight, I could be wrong, or yesterday, was the, the Doi Darts, which is always one of the best shows. Okay. Um, did you remember me talking about Doi Darts last year? Yes. So, yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, they, Naruki Doi like, runs a show called Doi Darts where they literally throw darts at a dartboard, and that's how the card gets booked. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> and then they just go, all right, we're that good. We'll figure it out. And they just do. Is that the um, one at Sambo? I, no, it should be at Corican. Um, maybe, it's not, maybe, maybe it hasn't happened yet. Let me see. Dragon Gate Doi Darts. 2020. Daniel Doidart's tradition, tradition continues. Um, let's see. Daniel Doidart's tradition continued last night in Corican. Also, it was a show from the 4th. Okay. After a wild dart throwing session that saw... Oh, this is from 2017. Never mind. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> after, a, after a wild dart throwing session that saw L. Lindemann selected six times the following match was set for the December 20th main event at Fantastic 8 2017. Doi Dark Special. Uh, Yasushi Kanda, El Lindemann, Hio Watanabe, Don Fuji, and T-Hawk against Big R Shimizu, Eita, Naruki Doi, Madoka Kakuda, and Susumu Yokosuka. <laughs> so that was wow. back then. <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> wow, so they're working be- on a uh, 20th anniversary of uh, Naruki Doi, huh? Ooh. Let's see. The Shino 20th anniversary tournament. Wow, this is going to be awesome. Which, by the way, as uh, we'll get to the Yoshina announcement here in a second, but I'm trying to look for the Doi Darts. Yeah, so they, they, uh, they have the, the Korokan show that already happened, the, the three Hokkaido BB Hulk homecomings. There's the Hyogo show that happened today or yesterday. There's the Aichi show that happened today, the Yamaguchi show on the 12th. Also the 15th? Yeah, I bet you it's the 15th at Corican. Yep, that's probably what it is. Then it's the Yokosuka homecoming, final gate from Fukuoka, then the UT and Kento Kabune homecoming. Nice. Well, I know what I'm doing in six days. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you it's at that Corican. It will be Doi Darts. So we have that going on. Uh, Next on the show, we had Genki Horiguchi, Taru, Don Fuji, and Masaki Mochizuki. Defeating the team of Susumu Yokosuka, Yasushi Kanda, Kness, and Taro Nohashi. Taro Nohashi uh, 
this is where the craziness happens because I remember looking at a preview, you know, getting the matches down, and I was like, well, half these people aren't in here. Uh, Genki being one of them who was not supposed to be in this match, but he subbed in for Ultimo Dragon who had a fever. A few different people kind of, you know, came down that, that got pulled from this uh, this event, but Genki, who was, I think, was supposed to be in the co-main event, uh, if I remember correctly. Supposed, the tag was Ryo Saito, Saito against Kakuda and Kamei, and Boku yep. Arshimizu was supposed to be in the Battle Royal. Because Yamato filled in for him, right? Uh, no, that was because Jason Lee. Oh, yeah, 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 Jason Lee. That, yep, because he also got sick. Meaning he had to form a new faction, but uh, and then um, so um, and and then um, uh, I think it was Sumiya Koska was in there instead of Shuji Kondo. Oh no, Shuji Kondo was supposed to be in the uh, in the semi main event, and that's when Masato Yoshino I think took his spot or something, if I remember right. Yeah, he was the mystery guy because it was supposed to be Dragon Kid Kagatora Shuji Kondo. <laughs> <laughs> By um, the way, um, Shino came out two matches later and put over SB Kento. <laughs> hey, <laughs> two questions: How baller? How baller is Taru? And <laughs> how much would it take for you to take that rubber band attack from Genki? Oh my God! I remember, I remember when Genki did that last year in um, Dangerous Gate. When uh, I can't remember who was on top of the cage. And they put it against his face, and he like ran halfway through the crowd and snapped it, and he fell off the cage. Oh god! <laughs> I think I remember that now. Uh, he that went when, all the uh, way to the stage. Yeah, he went all the way to the stage, unleashes it, smacks Mustachio Tomohiro Ishii right in the bleeping face. <laughs> Again, why would you take that? I don't know. That that had to suck. Taro Nohashi, man. Sorry, bro. I think he's from Taru... <laughs> Taru also. Okay, okay. And he a had a falling out with Ultimo Dragon. And then I think this is Dragon Gate trying to get that nostalgia that Ultimo, for Ultimo's last run here. That's why I think it would have been like, I don't, I don't want to see Taro again. He just doesn't, he can't move. Like, it is what it is. Like, what I get why you did it, but like, I think you still have to somehow get the, get him an ultimate again <laughs> to pay off. Well, yeah. I mean, how do you know Taru didn't give him the fever? Uh, also, why does he look <laughs> like he is the ace freely of a Japanese kiss cover band? <laughs> also, why is Taru so evil? He's his own entrance. Why can't I wait for in 2021 for Taru versus Goldberg at Kobe World? And also... <laughs> Awesome theme that he has, the sirens with the blackest of magical rock and roll. I truly believe after watching that, and I believe this was pre-Survivor Series, Ryan, that yep. Taru is the real Undertaker. Oh, man, maybe, maybe they should have holographed Ultimo then. <laughs> <laughs> um, next match on this, I wanted to go higher than two and a half. Uh, but it ended in a DQ, so I just couldn't rate it higher. But we got to see the another great feud. Uh, Daya Inferno took on the one yeah. and only Dragon Daya <laughs> in this match. He had his own cleaner girls. This was so awesome. And it was like a five-minute... 
these two, every time they're in the ring together is just so fluid. And I, I love it. I just love every minute of what these guys have. And it was just a brawl. What match are you talking about? Because the only thing I remember was uh, Daya Inferno squashing the shit out of uh, cue, cue the theme. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. A squashing. Dragon Daya! <laughs> Did he even get any any offense in that? Yeah, he Maybe had a couple beginning. Yeah, he had a couple things right off the bat. Some sh- Inferno caught him. And then he did the mask thing. At, at the, the Corican show, Dragon Daya, excuse me, at the Corican show that they had, Dragon Daya! He just lost his mind at a nice. Daya Inferno, and he ripped his mask off. So they're going to, you know, oh. we're going to be getting uh, uh, Daya Inferno taking on Dragon Daya! In, in a mask versus mask match. It's going to be in a place of mask. I can't wait. No, 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 no. Screw that. You know what they need to do? You need Die Inferno and Dragon Daya. Not for a mask versus mask match. You need Die Inferno. Who will be battling? Dragon. We didn't go for a minute there. It should be for a face-off match. Screw the the mask versus mask. You need to go Nick Cage, John Travolta. <laughs> loser has to get his face off. Like, so obviously Die Inferno's gonna lose because they're Dragon Die is another guy who's like twenty. He had his own mania entrance. He had a live music. Like I said, he had his own cleaner girls. Take that, Kenny Omega. God, I love freaking Kobe, man. This is like, I don't think, like, for people that don't watch Dragon Gate, this is their WrestleMania. This is their Wrestle Kingdom, and it's always so fun. Great watch. Such a good time. Yep. And, uh, and you know, and they, they make a count, and obviously they had to cram all this in to get the year done so they could keep with storyline integrity for Final Gate, so it is what it is. But it just, man, they just make it feel different. And they knew that they could make this match this way, and instead of pissing people off, they're going to want more. Because mm-hmm. now, like, my question is going to be, is Di- who's going to be Dia Inferno? Oof. I feel like... I feel like it's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm getting all excited here, and I was It'd like, be tight if it was just randomly Pac and then Dragon Gate and all of the just started Oh feeding. my god! Um, I, I'm trying to, uh, like, I'm just, I'm just like, maybe, it, maybe it's Yuki Yoshioka. Um, he was the dude who wore the the long blue and yellow pants. I believe was what he wore with Kota Minora and. And those dudes back in the, like, when they were, when Minora was one of the three young guys, and Hyo Watanabe. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay, okay, yes, Yeah, yes. he was now, the third one with the, the Michinoku guy, or the Mochizuki guys. So, it, we haven't seen him yet. So, maybe that's who it's going to be. Hmm. I, I dig that. You know, and it gets it, and that's, that's why I think, you know, the more and more we talk about after hearing about that match... Uh, that's why I think you got to have R.E.D. win because you're building them with all these young guys. Like eventually mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen is you're going to have all these young guys uprise over Ata and Yoshida and all these guys. And they're going to no. like, kick out all the, all the new guy or the older guys and be like, no, this is, this is the young blood. You guys are out. And then they change the name of the stable or something. Kind of like when, um, 
when That's Antioch a fat was ass born. day. I need to find me an R.E.D. shirt then, because after watching Kobe World, ladies and germs, that's all I was doing was trying to find Dragon Gate merch to get shipped, <laughs> which is really, really not possible. You can get it off of their website, and you can get it shipped over over here. Yeah, um, I realized I, uh, my R.E.D. jumpsuit never came like I thought it was going to that I ordered, and my mm-hmm. my it's KZ time and my my uh, what's the rookie doy shirt because I was like man you know I still haven't seen that stuff come through and then I realized that my bank thought there was like fraud and didn't approve the charge oh, I was, like, oh. <laughs> I, was I was like oh man so I haven't got it yet <laughs> Al- alimony no <laughs> damn it uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, so it's, I mean, it's gonna be good it's gonna be good man uh, KZ, Strong Machine J, and Punch Tomonaga took on Naruki Doi, Masato Yoshino, and Toro Washi, which was uh, fun to see him there. was awesome to see, by the way. Uh, Yoshino got thrown off Yente on uh, Punch Tomonaga for the win, as mm-hmm. for normal. Uh, Yoshino announced that next year he will retire at Kobe World. Kobe. It's going to be two nights. So, I'm intrigued. So to many two-nighters. Why, yeah. why, and why? I, I think I think New Japan. Yeah, and I like I get doing two nighters for in Japan right now because of trying to recoup the cost of you know not having like they're they're not gonna they'll sell out but it'll be like only like fifty percent that they're allowed so by doing yeah. two nights is essentially a sellout then for you so you'll make your money so like, I get that even running it. two nights because that's two bills for everything. Yeah, but I bet you they get they get some sort of a. Like stipend if, and yeah, like if I'm if credits. I'm if I'm running you know the building, I'm like, look, I'll just give you both nights for the same price because I know I'm going to get all that extra concessions. Uh, yeah, you know, so why not? You know, throw me a little bone for the electricity you guys are going to use. And, they got that yeah. concession money. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's pretty much the the biggest announcement there, Yoshina, as he was supposed to. He was supposed to retire this year, but obviously yeah. with. Uh, the COVID scenario uh, getting pushed again to that final night. Uh, who's going to be his final opponent? Will it be the rookie doing? Ooh, okay. I mean, Ace has made it known that he wanted to end Masato Yoshido. I'm down for that. So I think I think that's a heavy possibility. Like, I mean, the rookie doing would be cool, but there's no like. Do it for a rub. Like you, you want to okay. You want to do something. You want to make your star. You have you say you have Mr. Kento Kabuni himself, SB Kento, beat him. Yep, yep. There you go. That, you that's what I was SB gonna go. Kento. Hell yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm doing the like thumb in the air, pointer finger out to the microphone. Right, what I was saying that I just realized. Like you, you do SBK. You do SB Kento. <laughs> no, here's the thing: is no. nobody is smart enough to do that. They they're not scared to do that. No, I was gonna say, damn that! Give me some uh, Takedo uh, Kamai ending yeah. that shit. Well, and, and think about if, if he go, you know, depending where the next faction goes, if Toromon does lose and get disbanded, you know, if he goes with Yoshino and they build Yoshino, you know, Yoshino's building him up. There is mm-hmm. your path to the torch. Because I mean, like as of right now, none of the people in his group need like Dragon Kid. No, Doi. No, no. like no. Kagatora doesn't know. Like, you need to make this count for something. Or if he's still your champion, have him challenge Shun Skywalker and have Skywalker beat him. 
I mean, yeah, because they're running it in its uh, appropriate month, right? July, I want to say? Uh, July 31st and August 1st. Okay. <coughs> Damn, what does that mean? Oh, no, All Out is usually uh, September 1st. Yeah. <laughs> womp, womp. So, I mean, I I think that's an option is, is shouldn't Skywalker could do it if he's still your champion and you're running with him, which I think he's a made guy. He came back and looked so good. Oh, yeah. Unlike KZ, which it seems like he's an afterthought after his match <laughs> with Ata. My yeah. God, he was Awashi was owning him in that match. It's, it's weird. Like KZ is always he's so he's so clutch, but they just I don't know if they're just afraid to pull the full trigger on him or what it is. See the Shelton he, Benjamin circa twenty oh eight. He's got uh, way more than that. I mean, he comes to the ring cutting a promo. But I'm saying, like, all that talent, and then all of a sudden it's just like, well, we're just going to leave you here because you're a good hand. Yeah, well, I mean, the the, the thing I'll I'll say that's the difference between those two is, is Shelton well, couldn't couldn't get himself over with it. He couldn't – he had no character. He had no promo. He was, he was boring when you had to put him in a segment. Like – <laughs> The be- like the, the best the best non wrestling stuff with him was when he had his mom with him. Oh my god, I forgot about that. And like yeah, that, like, that that works for like the month they did it. Yeah, like do you remember when he wrestled at at New Year's Revolution, uh, like two thousand five or two thousand six? He wrestled. It's crazy how we can remember like two thousand five pay per views. But if you ask me who the hell wrestled at SummerSlam this year, I probably couldn't tell you half the card. Like it just that just blows my mind thinking about that. But oh my god, wrestled. I'm trying to think of that. <laughs> oh, the triple threat. That's when Reigns came back, right? Uh, yes, with Braun. Was it Braun and Wyatt? Yeah. Yeah, and then Orton, I think, was with McIntyre. Uh, who cares? By yeah, the yeah. way, Yoshino... like, why, why am I thinking that hard? But I remember. Uh, Maven losing to Shelton, and they restarted the match like three times, and he kept beating him. Maven, and you know they did that to try to get him over even more. Like they put effort into Shelton, that just he just he wasn't charismatic enough to get over. I mean, we saw that while he was looking at his action figure at our store every time we would see him. No charisma, like marking out on on his own figure. I'm okay. <laughs> I I remember that that one time. I don't know if we thought we were just funny or cool or something, or because we were just complete effing marks, like big time. But I remember there was one time he was in the aisle, like the first time, and we like went in the next aisle to stock together, and we like loudly talked about ROH, like we were smart and shit. Like man, Briscoes, like God. And at that time in my life, I had no no idea who they even were, but I was like, yeah. Like, how cringe. That makes it even worse, too, is you're like, hell yeah. And it's like, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. But that's Shelton. That was part two. <laughs> he was oh, down the other aisle like, oh, my God, dude. Look at these guys. I just, I just want to look at my figure. Yeah, um, 17 of them. <laughs> and one Cena. <laughs> one Cena. One Cena. <laughs> Open it to a gate championship match. My notes were because again, Drag Gate Generation members, Okoda Minora and Yamato subbing in for Jason Lee, taking on RED members and former rivals and now uh wonderful friends, BB Hulk 
and the Kai part of again, E.G. My notes was, because again, in our preview, we knew this was a slam dunk 1,000%. We knew there was going to be a title change, Jason Lee or not. But I wrote, what happened was reading craziness about Cody and the video match. Uh, who remembers that crazy scenario from a few weeks back? Uh, so yeah, again, RED wins. We all knew. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it, it sucks because like I, I thought Jason Lee and Cody Manure were on a really good run, but oh god, yeah. You know, two more young guys once again. You know, th- just think about it. WWE had Jake Lee or uh, Jason Lee too. Like he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, like. Why didn't you keep this guy? Like, what? Holy shit. You're right. Yeah, wow. What was my mind? But they also um, had Zack Sabre Jr. and a few of them. We knew that, that him and him and Obushi weren't going to win. They, they, you know, they were there just to draw numbers. That's why they made it to the semifinals. To draw numbers? What numbers? All seven people during that time? Well, yeah, because they probably got like four subs from it. <laughs> I remember we popped for that tournament. Should we do a rewatch on Twitch? No. Damn. Although, although that Cedric, Cedric, or Kota Ibushi match was really good. It was a match I do remember that being really good. Yeah. That, otherwise, the, the TJP Cedric at the end was really good, too. Or no, it's T, who was in the finals? Was I was about TJ, to ask you who won it. TJP <laughs> won it because then he was the first champion. And then he had that video game music and shirt. Yeah. And, and then I, like, tweeted he at him. dogged him on air. Yeah, and then he like tweeted back at me. Whoa! And he said, "I'll see you on the other side." I, I think I said something like, "TJP's get every time TJP dabs, I want to punch a puppy." And then he's like, "You must hate dogs." <laughs> I forgot his dab gimmick. Oh my god! Oh god, I hated it. Oh, we're we're we're, we're off track here. Uh, yeah, over sorry. the Triangle Gate <laughs> Championship three way no, match. Stop right here. Stop right here. Okay, I told you that this match will deliver, regardless of mm-hmm. the guys in it, because this company is great at doing the three-way six-man tag. With that being said, continue where you're, with the introduction, your thoughts on the match. Just Woo! To That's a, I'll give you my last sentence. Rockets apply to the class of 2020. SBK is the real F deal. Yeah! And, and here's the thing, too, is like, I love Yoshino, and he was great, but Shuji Kondo would have been awesome in this match, because Shuji Kondo's so good. Yeah, like, but I that was so a like really that. cool, uh, really cool spot. Uh, of course, X uh, was was advertised. A lot of X the last uh, couple of different shows and different companies, I noticed. Uh, but yes, uh, Yoshino doing double duty. Starting that retirement tour strong. Uh, but Kenta Kabuni, again, SBK hat, rocks. Coming out looking like Dennis the Menace with the blonde hair and that red hat. Uh, ben K, though, looking like God himself, which I even made a, name, a meme. Posted that ish on Twitter. And Ben K liked that shit, and I'm not going to lie, Ryan. I know yeah. Ben K's your guy, and he's becoming my guy. But when he liked that, I'm like, you're number one. You're, you're okay. <laughs> I popped so hard. I was like, oh, shit, Ben K, let's go, baby. I was all into it. We've had interactions with Kanosuke Takashita and Ben K in the last month. Yeah. And Carl Fredericks. Carl Fredericks follows me on Instagram because uh, I watched his Twitch stream for like three hours with them. And we both, it, there was only three people watching it, me and these two girls. 
And I and every and he just kept telling me to make more drinks and he kept making more drinks. And um so I he's like, Follow me on Twitter, man, I'm gonna follow you back and I did it. And I was like, Hey man, when you get situated after everything, we'd love to have you on the show and he's like, Hell yeah, we'll set that up. So I think Whoa. Carl Frederick is gonna come on. So. Yeah. Wait, he <laughs> follows us on Twitter too? Uh not on Twitter, it was on Instagram. And he just follows my which we we need to like dabble more in that. We don't. But yeah, I don't know what that is, but everyone tells me that's the way to go. Now, I figured out a way to backdoor into using it on my PC because it's a mobile app only. But there's a way where you can I can change my Microsoft Edge into mobile mode, and I can oh. post pictures. And that's how I advertise, like, the, the, the sale. That's what I texted you. You were like, huh? When, when I texted oh, you, yeah. I came in, figured out how to post on uh, Instagram from the computer so I could advertise the sale. And you replied with this. <laughs> Dude, you know there was a home improvement and whatever BS conservative show he has now. Uh, I think it's like Last Man Standing. A crossover show where whatever his gimmick on this new show is met Tim the Tool Man Taylor. I did see a picture of it. I saw the picture. I haven't seen the episode, but I was like, I would watch that just to hear the... (laughs) Oh, shit. Let me scroll back up. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, cue me again. Cue me back up. Just to see. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> he needs some milk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, Kenta uh, Kabune yelling SBK just to get that chant a la Jay White. Uh, we know he's doing his homework, but he's not getting he- that same result. But he's doing his heel ass homework. SB Kento, man, like, this is exactly what I, like, like I said, and I'm glad you pointed out the hair thing, like, dude, straight up, like, dyeing my hair, I'm gonna come out and just look like a badass. Like a nice, Dennis the Menace? Just a prick. And he's so good. And then, SB Shooter on UT, and SB Shooter on Masami Yoshino, he beats both of them. Yep. Alex, how how fun was this match? I really, really, really loved it. Um, <laughs> he Mr. Fuji's Yoshino. We're gonna go back to Kabune. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I have him. a Snapchat saved on my phone that I was gonna send you the next day after you told me that, or when you told me, or waiting for you to tell me when you watch it. I forgot, but it's literally of him with like the most flower. <laughs> He just does it life. casually, like bleep off. Yeah, Masato looks like a snowman. Like I was like, oh my god, his eyes are gotta be burning, and then he just puts him in the lock. <laughs> no, no, before he puts him in that SB shooter, stomps on his dick. He oh, just yeah. goes wham, <laughs> and catapults the SB shooter. Sorry, Get out Sting, of my ring, old man. Sorry, Scorpion Deathlock, but this was way cooler. Yeah. And again, he's the real deal. They, I mean, they know we love New Japan. We love their young lions. Shout out to Fredericks. We love what they do stateside, and of course, with the uh, oh, the dojo out in you, Japan. You man, like he's gonna be a star. Like you're but, right. Like, but they're not doing these excursions, and look what Dragon Gate is doing with this talent. They're throwing them out there like I throw new employees 
over the years and various companies was like, hey, you got to learn trial by fire. That's the only way you're going to learn. <laughs> he just, it, their guys are so ready every time they come out and they're, they, and they just are willing to put them out there right away. Yeah. And oh, gotcha. Dragon Gate runs more house shows than anybody. I mean, they travel. That's why the, that's why they're the number two company in Japan. I saw that when I was like, I didn't realize they have so many shows in December. I was like, my God. Here's the crazy thing, too, is they're not even a Tokyo-based promotion, too. So they're uh, they, run, they, they run more. I think they're based out of Kobe. That's why Kobe World is such a big, oh, show, a big okay. show. So, you know, they don't, even, they don't even travel or they don't even really go to Tokyo as much and, and think huh. of how big they are. Like, that's why, they're, that's why they're such a big deal to me. And that's why I think you know, as as much as we like DDT and Noah, like and all Japan, like they're never like they're so far behind Dragon Gate. Just because all Dra- three of those other promotions, I think I don't think any of them are close to Dragon Gate. I think Man, Noah, I love DDT. Yeah, I do too, and it's not a knock on him, but and Noah's been great, as we'll get into you know here in a bit. But my God, I it's it's so tough, and it's nuts when we're like, oh yeah, New Japan. Mm. And, you know, like, it, this is going to sound bad because I don't want this to be perceived this way by by any means at all. But Dragon Gate just feels like a major company when you watch it over the other ones. And I say that huh. like not trying to downplay the other companies whatsoever with their big shows and what they do. But like you, you watch a Dragon Gate show and the presentation and the the. the like they have the best theme songs in any company in wrestling in this company. Okay. You know, there's a I would, I, Yeah, I would say that for sure. Yeah. And you know, the way that they tell stories and their angles, it's just, they, they feel, and, and the way, as much as they travel, like they, that's just the thing with Dragon Gate is they're a big league company. They're a big time company. I will say one thing that, that definitely stands them out that, that has been, you know, Irritating me because I don't know who's number one between the two D's um, companies in Japan. But what Dragon Gate does is they're fearless. They will think outside of the box. They will do the thing that other companies are too scared to do, as we just talked about with their class of 2020. And and for that, I, I tremendously applaud them. As mad as I was with Ata losing the strap. I mean, um, and Ata, uh, we'll get into the, you know, whatever, shoot Skywalk. But it's just as, as mad as I was with that aspect, I was okay with it because it's progressing into a newer character. And, and, we, and as we said, Ata doesn't need that open the Dreamgate championship. He's mm-hmm. just the guy as is. He's that leader, which I had no idea until, you know, thanks to the wonderful commentary by Jay on Dragon Gate, was that R.E.D. is Ata's brainchild. That is yeah. his thing. I thought he just randomly was like a guy they pulled in there, you know, kind of like they usually do. But it's his gimmick. He lives it for a reason. So, I mean, that's where I was like, wow, this could be interesting. And now with that Karukin show that's coming out, if they do somehow get disbanded, Ata's got to be the one that takes that pinfall, right? It starts and ends with him. And if they do go that route, again, that's just the masterful storytelling 
of what Dragon Gate has been doing over the last two, three years that I've been watching more consistently. And that's why it makes so much sense to us to why Shun wins. Because mm-hmm. you need Asa for that unit to span match with Ultimo in them. And, you, know, you look at two... And that makes sense at, now, yeah. You look at this class of 2016 um, and yeah. in, you know, in four years you've developed stars. And that's that's what that's what I tie into a lot of with what you're saying, just just how how they pump these they pump these guys out. You know what I mean? Like you, you have you know I'm, I'm trying to pull up a, a full list of what the guys I'm thinking of too with it, but like you look at this at this this roster of all these 20, 2016 class guys: Ben K, Dragon Daya, um, Kaito Ishida. Wait, who was that second person? Oh, um, excuse me. Ben K. Was, uh, yeah, Ben K. Was, was the first thought process that I had going through it. Uh, so, Ben K. Dragon Daya! Uh, Kaito Ishida. <laughs> yeah. Skywalker. You know, like, you look at the class of 2016. Wait, Ishida's been, I swear he was a child. I can't believe he's, he's part of that class. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, Kaido yeah, Kaido Ishida is in the 2016 class. Now, even though Punch Tamanaga is essentially uh, the the Asian uh, Demtris uh, with the uh, that that head game, <laughs> um, is he a part of that 2016? I uh, no, no. Um, God, Punch Tomanaga. No, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to make a, a, oh. a hair joke. I was <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, God, when did Punch Tomanaga start? <laughs> But isn't he Demtris and Demtris is Tamanaga? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I think UT was in that class too. Okay. You know, so like I'm going back to uh, I'm going back to Kobe World 2016, which I heard is a, is a pretty good show. Um, but you you look at where some of these guys are. The opening match had Kaito Ishida and an eight man when he was part of Over Generation. Um, okay. The the second match had the Jimmys, uh, with they were they were taking on uh, Stockery Shitala, Big R Shimizu, Sachioko Boy, and UT. And the guy that tagged with the Jimmys was a gentleman named Futa Nakamura. Hmm. Uh, Futa Nakamura will now be the man who's challenging Shun Skywalker at Final Gate, known as Ben K. So he wasn't even yet. Whoa, that's cool. So, like, you look at some of these guys, like, Ata's going for the Brave Gate title in this match against uh, Yosuke Santa Maria. Some of these other people aren't even on the on the show. Um, holy shit, man, I, I'm, I gotta, I gotta go back and watch. We might need to do, like, a Kobe World rewatch. Whoa, Santa Maria was the champion, huh? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh the the the, the nine man six uh, three way six man tag for the triangle gate over generation Shima Dragon Kid and the student named Peter Casa he was an evolved guy took on Tribe Vanguard BB Hulk KZ and Flamita and the champions Monster Express which was uh, Masato Yoshino Akira Tozawa and T Hawk Jesus how is that yeah. team not in any Hall of Fame. <laughs> And then you made a I mean, I don't, even that B.B. B. Hall, KZ, and Flamita, T, or Flamita, I'm like, what? That's but Yoshino, T-Hawk, and Tozawa. 
Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you know, you look at these names that they turn over, and now you, you move on to this, you know, and then, and then obviously the, the name that, you know, I'll bring up right now that I, that I haven't said about that 2016 class, the new Dreamgate champion, Shun Skywalker. And yeah. from, from 2016 until now, Ben K sunned and beat Shun Skywalker every time they stepped in a ring from my memory. I don't think Shun ever beat Ben K. So having Ben K immediately come out and laugh and say, yep, I'm first, it's, <laughs> I love it. So That's good storytelling right there, yeah. yeah. So say, you know, and that's, that's what I wanted to get when we're talking to, when we go to Final Gate, where you're like, well, they booked themselves, did they book himself in a corner type thing with it? That's why they booked it. It's yeah, because that now, makes sense. Shun can get his win back. Yep. And they show that he finally, finally is able to overcome. I love it. This company's great. Damn you, Yoshino. Damn you. <laughs> and uh, Shun Skywalker, by the way, beats the Ata. It was, a, it was a pretty good match. I don't think I liked it as much as the main event. Uh, yeah. Four stars. Uh, but that's fine. The whole point was to get Shun Skywalker over. This didn't need to be the classic that Doi Ben K was last year. This was, we know where we're going. We're, we're making our next guy. Mm-hmm. So this was fine. But man, how awesome is that spinning Liger bomb shit that he does? Oh my God, that was insane. <laughs> the moonsaults into that oh. power bomb. And that's the other thing is these guys were beating the shit out of each other. It was a quick 20-minute banger. It truly was. I was confused. I even put in my notes, I was like, was Ata hurt? Because, again, the match was so short. But, again, you giving me that knowledge, giving the audience the knowledge of what mm-hmm. they're building so masterfully, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, it felt like a huge main event but lacked in match, question mark. Mm-hmm. This was this was shouldn't coming back and them crowning their guy. Yeah. And – but my God, they were hitting hard when when oh, gotcha. Skywalker did that Those moonsault kicks. and Ata two fisted up kicked him in the gut on the moonsault. Yeah. I, I would have <laughs> my pants. Like oh, I would have had to roll out of the ring and change my gear. I don't know how he was. Oh my God, I, my gut hurts thinking about that because he he didn't just put his feet up for him to land on like you know a lot of the people would. He like yep. double fist kick, like double punk punched his legs up. It, oh my God, it was brutal. <laughs> well, thankfully oh. he was wearing pants uh, Also <laughs> apparently uh, During the wonderful commentary of that match I found out before Ata created R.E.D Him and Shingo Were in a faction Yeah they were in Antioch That's, that's how insane I, That's how I got um, Let me Let me go in my drawer here Wait uh, was right Ata here. at that show We were at in I have no. He, he wasn't. He hadn't started working okay. yet. I have the Antios 2018, 2018 Dragon Gate CD that I imported from Japan because I wow. wanted. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, Antios uh, consisted of uh, Shingo Takagi as your leader, uh, Takashi Yoshida, Keyhawk, Ata, Jimmy Kanda, and L. Lindemann. How is that a thing? Seriously, <laughs> that's like the Hall of Fame. Of Japanese factions, how could it not be? Mm-hmm. They so they're the ones that ended the Jimmies. Remember back before you started kind of watching Dragon Gate and uh-huh. we started talking about it, and I told you about this. The the they had this big faction war. The it was, mm-hmm. so yes. it was twenty. I think it was maybe it was it was twenty twenty nineteen 
dangerous gate as I think where you got into it. It was about a year and a half ago. It was the cage match that you watched, and that's what got you like, holy crap, this is awesome. Where they had the the boxing gloves on the on the sticks hitting them, and oh no, and that, my original text and their call to you was, what the hell are you having me watch? <laughs> And that was when they jumped Ben K out of the group. Yep, yep. That was 2019, huh? That that seems so much longer. Yeah, uh, and then the year before that was when the Jimmys were disbanded. Okay. And that was that was Genki, uh, Jimmy Kagatora, Jimmy uh, uh, Jimmy Susumu uh, when he was uh, was his gimmick. Uh, so they all had Jimmy names because. Uh, Shingo got to name their stable when they lost the match. And Jimmy in Japanese is like geek. So he named them the Jimmy. <laughs> and that's why they embraced it. If you listen to the awesome. song, we are Jimmy, we are Jimmy's, we are Jimmy. Like they embraced it. Yeah. And um, so at the 2018, the year before, it was the, the no DQ faction war. And it was Antias against the Jimmy's. And it was down to Sumo Yokosuka against Shingo and T-Hawk. And he beats Shingo, which pops the crowd. And then nice. T-Hawk beats uh, Susumu. He gives him that big T-Hawk, like, splash mount and raises edge bomb onto, like, a stack of folding chairs and wins with it. And they wow. disbanded the Jimmys. And then when Shingo was leaving the company, they, they took him out. And then Ata started R.E.D. Oh, wow. And then Pac came in as like a mystery guy with him. Like when he made his return, he was like, he just joined. And then they made him champion right away. But So that's kind of where it went. And part of the reason they split up too is because then uh, T-Hawk and Lindemann left with Shima. So they, they yep. had to kind of expand it because they lost three of the six guys. And then, which then, that's why Takashi Yoshida's in in the group with Aita, and that's why Jimmy Conda was, and then turned on him when they were beating up Ultimo, and he made the save on Ultimo. That's why he turned, oh. but he was in there from the Antias table. Berserk, insane. Yeah, Berserk. It was, I love it. Berserk is what turned into Antias. Okay. Because Shingo also ran Berserk, and then Monster Express was Tozawa's one. But he's the Dude, littlest guy in the world. Speaking the, of little, how history, yep. man, the, the the faction history this company has is so cool to just look back on with things like when 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 Blood Warriors, I think it was was the the big group that formed. There was three like smaller groups, and they all formed um, they all formed a super group called Junction Three to like feud with them. God, I love. It. I, honestly, <laughs> they they have to be the best. I mean, they are one. I mean, granted, the factions are a little bit less now. There's only three, but I mean, before that, I mean, they they were a definitive faction-based organization, weren't they? Yeah, that's what they always are. That's just that's yeah. why it always, I always love, love about it. Yeah, it was, it was um, so awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to remember how it all how it turned into what, but and while he's I, remembering that, guys, our live audience, thank you. We'll be signing off here in less than a minute. Thank you for joining. You can find. 
the podcastable version, if we continue, because I know Ryan wants to go on twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio, uh, get some Cyberpunk 2077 yeah. million exclamation. Uh, we might be back tomorrow and or Friday to discuss some Noah, depending on what Ryan wants to do. So check that on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean. Uh, Stitcher, so many other options. Just search Strong Style Media or WrestleCast Radio. Don't forget also to follow us on Twitter. I promise we'll get better uh, at WrestleCast underscore SSM. I should get better. Ryan definitely put me in my place the last couple of weeks here. Uh, But also uh, don't forget uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleCast. Over eight different options, including Pro Wrestling Summit every Friday night. Ooh, that was at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's clean. I'm looking back at 2016 Final Gate because that was such a great year. Uh, the Open, the Twin Gate Championship match, the semi-main event. So I think 2016, so they're a lot younger, so they're, you know, we're better held together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shima and Dragon Kid against Shingo and T-Hawk. Jesus. I bet that ruled. Uh, triangle Gate, they, they had the big Triangle Gate three-way. Uh Madoka, uh, we had uh, Kotoka, Ben K, Masada Shino. Uh, the next team was Lindemann, Monday Ryu, and Cyber Kong. And then Jimmy Susumu, Rio, Jimmy Saito, and Jimmy Kanda. <laughs> I bet that was tight. It seems like he's had a complicated legacy, especially with the OWEs and, you know, kind of that whole situation. His, his you know, not working well with certain companies. Uh, has been his MO I've, you know, read over the last couple of months. But what is Shima's legacy, do you think? I know we talked highly of him, you know, when he was doing a little bit more stateside. Of course, you know, when, when AEW started, you know, he had some some pretty good damn damn good matches there. Heck, I even think we, we or I did, I know for sure, uh, kind of paralleled him to Jericho at that time, you know, kind of how they met him morphosize if that's a word uh just their career you know just kind of mm-hmm. revolving but again that behind the scenes thing where a lot of companies don't really like yeah. and or trust shima what do you think when it's all you know 10 years down the line and he's not wrestling anymore what's his legacy i don't know like i what do you think his legacy should be i think he's i don't know where i put him Top 50, maybe, all-time? For his contributions. Not just saying ring work, but just everything as a yeah. total package. Like, I, like, he's done so much, too. Like, you know, I'm sure he had a hand in working with uh, with with uh, the guys for to do the Dragon Gate USA with Carrie and Evolve there. Yeah. Um, you know, the OWE thing, it is what it is, but, you know... The, I, I always respect them for taking a chance on themselves. Yeah. You know, and who knows what would have happened in AEW had they been able to stay there. My no, God. Strong hearts would, oh, would be dope. Yeah. I would. Oh my God. Could you imagine some of the stuff like I, and, and, and I'll I'll like, young bucks would not be champion. Like, not, not to turn it <laughs> off of, of Shima, but, I, I just, the thing that bothers me the most is T-Hawk, because when I legitimately heard that part of the reason was because Tony Khan is a giant T-Hawk guy, I was mm-hmm. like, hell yeah, I'm so happy that they're going over there, because I love T-Hawk. 
Seahawk is, you know, he didn't move the needle when he got his big pushes in Dragon Gate. Yep. But I just, I've always been a fan. And I think part of the reason I've always been a fan of Shima is because when we, like, he was so nice when we met him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and then when, when, when I was in Cork and, you know, a year, two years ago or whatever, and, uh, like, he rem- he's like, oh, Chicago. Like, he remembered me by the city. <laughs> and then, wow. like, every time I tried to take a picture with T-Hawk, he kept jumping in the picture and, like, making me take a picture of him and stuff. And, like, you know, we ran into him at two different shows. And, like, like even I say, it's like, why did that dude call you Chicago? I said, you're never going to believe this. But, in, like, 2009 or 2010, we saw him and met him. <laughs> and I was really drunk by the end of the show because I kept buying these $5 Miller lights. And I just, like, professed my love to him, Shingo, and Naruki Doi, like, seven times after the show was over. I just kept taking them because I loved the show so... It was one of the best live shows I'd ever been to. And then he's like, oh, well, that I guess that, that's kind of ironic. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, maybe he remembered that. <laughs> and, and I think the other thing is, like, I didn't, I didn't really realize this, but and this could be just complete coincidental too, but I always laugh at the fact too, that um, like on my Facebook, I I'm friends with Shima's like real, like his actual account, not as like, fan Whoa. Account, which I always thought was cool. And there was one time, a couple of times when he was doing Instagram live, I posted, you know, you know, Hey man, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's the guy from Chicago. Uh, you know, just just laughing, you know, here watching, you know, from Minnesota where I am. And then he always like, oh, Minnesota. And, he, you know, he pointed at it. And he's like, oh, yeah, Chicago. Very funny. And, oh. like, I've always had a – I don't know if it's just like he's just talking to talk, but I've always – it's always made me feel more connected to him because, like, yeah. whether he remembers it or not awesome. or he's just being nice and just pretending like he does, I just – it, I'm like, oh man, that's so really cool, and that's why I've always been oh, yeah. a mark for him. You know, like I bought, I, I bought every piece of merch that they had on their furniture table at both shows, and then God damn it, I'm trying to go get a pic- picture of Seiki Oshioka and uh, El Lindeman, and she was like, oh, I'll take the picture, and then he like tries to like selfie it. I'm like, man, I already got pictures with you, like, and he's just, you know, he's having a blast with it. <laughs> I just got tight. And then Isaiah's too big of a pussy to go get a uh, picture of T Hawk. <laughs> I was like, "What are you afraid boy. of getting a boner?" <laughs> oh, yeah, he probably was. Yeah, I guess <laughs> All he could talk about was, "Oh my God, T Hawk was chopping Takashita so hard he split his chest. Like he couldn't. Anytime you ask about Tokyo, you go, I saw a man get his chest split open by T Hawk. Like just that's all he talked about the whole thing." Like we we saw an IWGP heavyweight title change, and all you can talk about is T Hawk ripping a man's chest open with a chop. Yeah, I mean that that will change a man, especially <laughs> uh, one as sheltered as as Mister Zeke Nasty. You Okabayashi chopped Takuya Nomura so hard he fell on me and almost spilt my beer. <laughs> and all you can talk about is T Hawk. <laughs> Wait, did someone going back to that Dragon Gate America show, Dragon Gate USA show? Like how you told, you know, uh, I forgot was was Cannon at that show? Yeah, Cannon was at that show. So how you were like, hey, uh, I'm here. 
Yeah, I texted him. I said, hey, man, I'm at that. Sh- I'm at the, the Dragon Gate show, dude. I hope you and uh, Sammy do a really good job, man. It's, it'll be awesome to see you in a different setting. We're sitting right at ringside. And then how, like, the wrestlers kind of gravitated toward that area <laughs> because you, you were like, hey, probably said it's safe. So maybe, yep. in a way, she was like, Chicago's here. He's he's wrestler. And then they were able to do that shit. Well, I, I mean... You know, it, it was precedent. it was really interesting when Yamato gets kicked over the rope and he grabs me and I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and like I see Brian Daniels on the top rope, so I put my arm around Yamato and I was like, all right, I'm going for it. And, yeah. and I just I just remember as I'm watching, like I'm looking at my ceiling now, like it's happening. I remember I got my right arm in the air and y- Yamato's had his left arm in the air, and as Danielson's falling into us. I turned my head and I, cause I, 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 if I remember right, I, I kind of sold it with him to like catch him. And I kind of fell sideways a little bit too. And I just remember seeing you and your mouth is like touching the floor. <laughs> I heard you like, you were like, just, I think you like crushed your beer in your hand or something. You were so excited while that happened. Probably. <laughs> I just remember Probably. That. Holy shit. And then obviously, you know, Yamato took the brunt of it. He's on the ground. And then he, help me, brother. So then I had yeah. to help him out. <laughs> and then I threw him over the guardrail. <laughs> I forgot about the help me, brother. Oh, my help God. Me, brother. <laughs> Which, again, Yamato, the be- does he have the best hair in the business? Oh, yeah. When, when you were um, talking about the, uh, the tag match, I kept doing the Yamato hair thing. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, we're after hours here. I love this. I'm about to go pour a cocktail, I think, for this last bit. Because we are, I, I, I want to talk Noah, man. I really do. Okay. Um, I am going to I'm going to step away for one quick minute and I will be right back. Um Hey, I mean, why don't you play that new uh Pro Wrestling uh, Summit commercial you created the other day? I, that I, thirty uh, second spot. For, yeah, yeah. Uh here is the uh the new the new intro. Is that, are you talking about the intro? No, but how do you not have a commercial for PWS yet to play on the show while you go make a drink? Oh, you are so smart. I'm I'm just saying. Because there'll be a new pop culturist commercial as uh, we tape an episode next week. Uh, I have the old WrestleCast commercials. I can play one of those. Yeah, let's do that. We'll be back okay. in two and Do you two. want me to play number one? Number two or number three? That's the first question. The longest one. Under okay. one minute. Under one minute, the longest one. I don't have one under. The shortest one is three minutes and 19 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't do that. I'll just play the, I'll just play the new intro with our new, uh, with the new friend of the show that we have uh, that brought us in live here because that's actually one minute long. That, yeah. Be, I'll be right back. Hi, everyone. This is William Hung from American Idol, and you're listening to the WrestleCast Radio. And here's a special song for you. She bangs, she bangs, oh baby, but she moves, she moves. I go crazy cause she loves like a flower, but she sing like a bee. And every girl in history, you bang. This is WrestleCast Radio. Life. If I, 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 if
Could you hear me in the background? Um, do the noise from uh, oh, I can't remember what movie it was, but I was like, oh shit. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I I I was chatting. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, what so is I, that? Are you sure you're I'm, making a drink? Yeah. Well, I I have like a giant big gulp cup that says uh, tailgating king. So is that I'm for your 99 rupees? Uh, no, no, that's for my, my my rum, and I bought some squirt. Yeah, I, yeah. Papa John sucks, by the way. Papa John, what do they do? Just they suck, especially out in Wisconsin. Yeah, how the hell am I going to get called out for ninety nine bananas and shit on on social media? I was like, you shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, Papa John's. <laughs> That's why I got gross butter sauce for nerds and hillbillies. So you got to get the uh, got to ask for the marinara. <laughs> By the I way, have Papa John's since college. Because a they would have like five dollar pizza Mondays like extra largest, so we're like, hey, we'll eat a sandwich and, and order a pizza. And we knew this one uh, Jimmy's kid um, or or nerd. And so after the bar <laughs> at like three a.m. because they were open really late, we would go there and just raise a ruckus. We I would like drink underneath the fountain heads. We would throw like me and Dave or me and Zach would throw like pizza dough across the store and just like cause a ruckus. But after college, I, I refused to eat Papa John's one of the worst, worst pizzas ever and worst <laughs> human beings that work there. Hey, you're so tight. It's to cause a ruckus. <laughs> so tight. And, and Aurora, um, Illinois sucks. <laughs> I get that. No, I didn't get that. For Except for, Except for uh, Wayne, Wayne and uh, Garth, they they rule. That's yeah. I, and my I, boy I, Theo from college, the guy who got me on Facebook before it was even a thing. We were leaving, uh, I think, our second year of college, and we traveled across campus to say goodbye to Theo. He was a resident nerd, but he was cool. Oh shit! I, I just, <laughs> I just then, uh, so- What the hell? I suddenly just pulled up my uh, to FaceTime. I'm I, I'm playing around because I was gonna put some put something on the. Yeah, I apologize. Keep going. Talk about. No, you about played the around? Jimmy song. That that was perfect timing. No, and then you got uh, to hear that. No, yeah, I heard that. Whoa, wait, Jimmy! Wait, so I don't have to upload this stuff, and you can hear it? Yeah, I heard it perfectly. I thought that was an upload. No, I'm gonna try that again. That was the song That's of the tight. show. I like that theme. <laughs> yeah, they, they they said, "All right, we're gonna embrace it." That's what they Hell did. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's tight. I don't. Know, I I was starting thinking. I was like, "Oh, I should play that." Jeez. That's okay. I didn't know I could just play this stuff on my computer. You know how much of a game changer that would have been when we randomly needed something for sportscast, and I'm sitting there fumbling trying to trying to illegally download uh, it off of YouTube, crop it, and then <laughs> edit it and upload it in like 30 seconds. Now, mind you, it made me really good at, at, at editing music and making our intros in like two seconds. So I yep. guess it paid off, but some of those were struggles where like, I'm like, you got to keep talking. So I'm trying to like, do all this stuff. <laughs> like, 
And back then yeah. I was like, uh, 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 <laughs> uh. Back then you were a Jimmy. I, was <laughs> I think there's, I think there's actually like, like, uh, hold on, I'm playing it. It breaks into like a, like a song port, like a, with words. Lower it a little the hell bit are you there. About? What is she talking about? I think that's Genki singing. <laughs> oh, that I I can't hear. Oh, you couldn't? So maybe you just no. heard it out of my headphones. That's possible. Yeah, the two times you played the Jimmy stream. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I think it was just so loud in my headphone you could hear it into my my snowball. Well, it sounds perfect because it, it was clear. That's wild. <laughs> Um, last thing that we haven't talked about at ooh, all. Ooh, ooh, we what? can do no. that. No, continue to talk about what everyone on the internet is talking about as I raise my mark glasses up to my eyes. Pro Wrestling <laughs> Noah underscore G H C. Wow. That's all I got to say is wow. Pro Wrestling Noah came in and said, you know what? We're not getting enough uh, recognition for uh, being company of the year. Hold our beer for a second. And the two bangers that they put out on the 22nd and on the 6th, two weeks apart. My God. We we officially... Now, uh, do you still have your uh, first like your fir- or first half of the year, like your 2020 ballot that we did back in like August or July? I can find them after we do this. Can you hear that? Is this, is this heaven on earth? Oh, God, I don't miss it. <laughs> Play it. my assuming is the creator. Um, I've never listened to the Jim Cornette show, but I watched like a clip on YouTube like a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh my God, I agree with like 89% of this. I, I, I was like, I've just bad thing been I afraid too. to admit it. <laughs> like, And I love it. It's everything, but like a lot of this, like he's a grouch. It's part of his shit, gimmick. But, but I think it's a lot of it is it's his gimmick. I really do. But a lot of it he's not wrong about. No, he's not. <laughs> not you know what I mean? Like, let's be frank. Like, a lot of it, he's, he's true. Like, some of the shit, just like... Dude, so, 
He reminds me of you trying to talk me out of watching WWE for the last five years. And I totally get it, where he talks about storytelling, execution, the little things inside, outside of the ring. Like, he talked about the women's NXT match, uh, the War Games match, and he said it was probably one of the worst things he's ever seen. It was over-convoluted. He was talking about the safety aspect of it, why it's unnecessary, this and that. And I was just like, holy shit, I, I think he's right. And that was even without me watching it. And I was like, I, I don't know if I want to watch Candice LeRae's arm getting broken because of carelessness. So I didn't know her arm did get broken. That I didn't know. That's the rumor. Her um, pretty bad. But no, they, and they have random songs and that song I, I probably listen to like nine times a day because the guy who created it is just, it's it's fantastic. And it's funny. And I'm like, wow, is TK just a money mark a la Conrad Sampson who just has this money to throw around and do what I guess anyone would want to do, but just not having a clear vision yet and just throwing money upon money upon money. Mm-hmm. So here's, here's a fun WWE fact that I was digging up when you were talking there. From 1990 to 1999, and this this, this was kind of what with um, what I was thinking about when, when Meltzer was kind of talking about some of these like crazy matches and stuff. So from 90 to 99, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There was nine ladder matches from 1990 to 1999 in the WWE. Wow. Nine. That's it. From uh, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16 from 2000 to 2005, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11 from 06 to 10, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10 10, 12 from 16 to 19. In 2020, because of those two NXT ones, they have already done 12 this year and and (laughs) haven't even had the TLC pay-per-view. Wow. And I'm I'm assuming they include money in the bank, right? Wow. From 2016 to 2019, there was 12 ladder matches in that span, and that was the most in a four-year block they ever had. Jeez. They've they've had dude, they they're doing they did two bad two ladder matches in a row on NXT TV to and crowd. I, Why do they have to use skips to make skips happen? Like who's agreed. gonna get the first the first pick in war games? Let's have a fucking ladder match for it. What happened to just going mano a mano or womano? It which is Whoa. why these gimmick matches like and that, that's where I tie luster. into um, you know, everybody loves it. I think I still want like four and a half to be fair, but the, the Lucha, the Lucha bros versus young bucks, that AEW ladder match that I, I, yep. I remember you loved it, which is fine. Yes. And like I said, I still think I went four and a half on it, but I didn't like it. Cause I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of shit Cornette talks about. And that's where I do agree with them. It's like some of the stuff they do in wrestling is just so stupid. But, <laughs> Very true. Um, so going going back to the original point here, which which I asked you about your thing as we go into Noah for the end of the show here. Um, did you were you able to dig it up in the in the banter time that we had? What's that? Your uh, your mid year awards we did. Oh yeah, sorry, I was looking at other things and the green and yada yada, but. 
Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. Why does Noah have like the same name for the same shows for the like the last three or four shows? It's like the anniversary <laughs> pre premium or prelude or. So the last shows. This is it's like a series. So this this was the final chronicle. So it was the new chronicle, chronicle four, yes. new chronicle three, new chronicle two, and new chronicle one. So it was it was a series of a series of all these matches. Um, no, a new chronicle. Um, so like they they do them as blocks. I think I think the first uh, one was uh, when Kiyomiya lost the title to uh, Shiozaki back in January. And yeah, like, I don't have. No, I don't know where those are. And you know what I think it was? I think I printed them out and wrote them on the actual sheet, which okay. that could be anywhere. <laughs> um, Chronicle three was yep. Shizaki versus Kano, the double title draw. Okay. Yep. Yep. That was in August. So then the Chronicle four was the Nakajima, and then the final Chronicle was Sugera. So Shizaki's main event in all these. So I'm looking at my I look at my list here, my company of the year as of mid year I went all Japan, two was DDT, three was Stardom, four was New Japan, and five was AEW. Hmm. I didn't have Noah on the list or Dragon Gate. Both of them are immediately in there. Um, Top two. Yeah, I, I think they might. I honestly got to think they might be um, mid year awards. Uh, my number one was Okada. Number two was Masato Tanaka. Three was Yuji Okabayashi. Um, Okabayashi's going to stay up there, I think, because of how his big Japan run right now. But like Tanaka fell off. I don't know. Like he's, I think he's going to stay on my list. But he's, I don't. Th- I think because the second half of the year he really hasn't done anything. I think he went back to zero one, which is falling apart. Yeah, he's going to fall down. So that's going to make room. I had Suama at four, which, which he's still she champ. could still, yep. I had Naito at five, which he's probably not even going to be on my list. Like I think I'm taking him completely off the list after. Wow. Which, like I just I couldn't give a crap anymore. Um, Tetsuya Endo six, but then it's I had Go Shiozaki only seven, and I don't even know if Go was on your list. Probably not. Because my number one was Yoshihiko. <laughs> but looking at this, um, for match of the year, the latest match I can see on this on this list, I had from July 24th, Jungle Kiona versus Mayu Iwatani. So I think we did this like the first week of August. So from being okay. uh, uh, number eight, I had Kenzo Miyahara. Nine was Hiromu. Ten was Shingo. And then notable stars, I had um, Shatero Ashino and Naruki Doi as like optional people to come in. Okay. But I think I think Katsuhiko Nakajima has suddenly snuck on that list. Agreed. Great and one. Um, I mean, oh my god, that and the title and match. Oh yes. shit! And then a guy who wasn't on your list and was in the bottom half of mine, Go Shiozaki, might have vaulted to number one on both. Because this man headlined the three the three big pay per view shows, Chronicle three, four, and the final, and he put a five star match on every single one of those, in my opinion. Like and him, and the Vegeta match and Kiyomiya. 
Yeah, the Kiyomiya match. I think I think actually now that you say that the Fujita match is chronicle too, and as as controversial as chronic as, as that match was, it gets you have to get it credit because they did something that nobody else had <laughs> yeah. ever tried. Agreed. And they had the patience to do it. And then after they did it, they beat the shit out of each other. I mean, uh, thirty minutes. Like, Ironhead Fujita, he always spits water on people. Mm-hmm. This dude took the hand sanitizer and yeah. drank it, to, and then he almost threw up. Yeah! But then he was like, screw it, and he does it again and spits the sanitizer on him. Like, and then they were stiff. They brawled all over the building because they could, because there wasn't, you know, there was nobody there to, to get in the way. So, like, they had this awesome brawl to hide Fujita just being old and not able to do as much. Like the, mm-hmm. in its own right, as boring as some of that was, that match was really good. Like Go Shiyazaki did a lot with a guy who could barely move, and then him or beating a Broadway. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was like fifty-seven minutes, I think. No, it was a draw, wasn't it? No, no, the draw was against Kano, which was at Chronicle. Oh, that 3. was the Kano match. Okay, and that match was incredible. Oh. F- like, yeah, it was. It's like, am I wrong <laughs> to say that I think there's a chance after doing reshuffling that Shiozaki's going to have three matches in the last three months that all are going to be on that could be on the top ten match of the year list? Not at all. So like, it's just th- this guy in in quarter like the end of quarter three to quarter four has just been remarkable, just remarkable. He's like, he's having a run like Hiroshi Tanahashi had six, seven years ago, where he he went through the N one just like Tana went with the G one with an injury, and everybody mm-hmm. worked it over, and he 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 doesn't even win the tournament because of it, and then you think Nakajima's going to rip his arm off and beat him with it. That's what and I he, thought. And 100%. he fights through it and gets through it, and he wins with lariats. Because he's just like, fuck it. And he's just hammering him with, like, chop lariats. And then you get to this match with Sugera. Kind of tying oh both shows in Because, you know, we got a half hour. And if, it, if, we, if we don't finish, it's going to just end. So I'm tying them together. But, I mean, Takashi Sugera is 51. Which, in Japan, is like 20. Jesus. <laughs> and these guys. That's so true. It was incredible. And, and every time I thought... It was over. It wasn't like I. Tr- I thought I was like, oh my god, Shiozaki's gonna win, or not Shiozaki Sugera. Uh, when was, when they came win. back from the outside in the Sugera match, I instantly thought that. And Shiozaki's thirty eight, which I thought he was older. <laughs> Bless yeah. his heart. Um, but yeah, but whole- I, I I I thought Sugera was gonna do the unthinkable because again, I was like, I don't think Sugera's gonna win. You know, I, I was him and hawing. You know, especially after uh, having the successful tag uh, match the show prior. And I'm like, uh, is he going to do two belts, two Wama? Um, and then, yeah, just the chops and, and just everything. And Segura barely getting up and, you know, Shiozaki barely getting up. The the dr- dramatics of these guys were, again, the, after the first, you know, half hour of the, you know, Shiozaki and, and Segura. I'm thinking, okay, probably like five, ten more minutes. This is the the home stretch, and you're like 25 minutes later. You're like, okay, 
this is awesome. I don't want this to end. It was, it, it just was, oh, it was just so good. It was so good. Oh, my God, man. It, it just, yeah, that went 51 minutes there. Ooh, and, food time. And Thank this, you. And, and that's the thing, too, <laughs> why, um, why the Noah empty arenas didn't work. It's because the Noah style is length, and they tell the stories. But, I mean, you know, you're 48 minutes into this match, and he's still chopping the shit out of Sugera. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, and I'm starting to, like, feel bad for Sugera. But then he's just such a hoss. He's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. This match was incredible. This, every single time I talk about this match, it gets higher and higher up my list. You know what I felt watching this match because I truly thought we were going to get a title change? What's that? This, this felt to me like last March with my with the match I had for match of the year between Miyahara and Naoya Nomura, where Naoya Nomura became a star, where we knew he was the guy, not Jake Lee. You remember that match at Corican where it like we're like, oh my God, Nomura's going to win, and then Miyahara still pulls out. Agreed. Yeah. Like that's what this felt like. I'm like, oh my God, Sugara is going to overthrow him. Like he really like they. They made Sugera make you realize why Sugera was just champion two years ago with the, at, at the AGS because he is so good. And Shiazaki's finally getting that notoriety he deserves as champion because he didn't work before. And I know a lot of people, especially in Japan, he had the heat because essentially he's the one who you could argue killed Masawa. And that was the guy. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, he's, he hit him with that, that overhead German, and that was it. Masawa's lights turned off. He never got back up, and he died that night. So I, he's always had that cloud over him. And, and, and the two of them proclaiming, I am Noah, I am Noah. Yes, that was good. And then they're going back to all these callback spots from, like, Masawa days. Like, it was just incredible. It was so, so it sounds good. like it was even a great tribute match because, again, yeah. I knew the – I am Noah, you know, kind of going into that. Cause again, these, these two, I mean, let's just say it legends of Noah going at it at the end of the year, you know, it's, it's kind of like similar of 2019 where you had your dragon gate, your DDTs where all these old heads were winning the championships heading into the new year. So it's just like, okay, what's going to happen within this match? I don't care because they're just rocking the shit out of each other. By the way, Fun statistic, Goshiyazaki has had a total of 1,652 matches, according to cagematch.net. Total number of wins, total number of wins, 893. Total number of losses, 727 and 32 draws. That's insane that he's kind of been on the level. You know, he he hasn't been that straight, dominant John Cena type of guy, mm-hmm. but he's always come through in that big type of, you know, atmosphere. And apparently uh, when he's got his start in 2004, he had a one win and 49 losses. <laughs> like he, it's just, it's, it's just remarkable how good he is, man. Like, and, 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 Tying it back to what happened November 22nd, I was, I was ready to, pro, you know, I'm ready for the, 
this it's time for the era of Nakajima. They, you know, they're going to give him a second run with, because I think he's yeah. only one run. He's only been champion once, I believe. He had and a hell I'm of an going, N1. He's going to get his second title reign and it's going to work. He's going to, he's going to make it count. He's over now with this, with this heel persona being in uh, Congo. Like, like he's definitely going to get a, like it's going to work this time. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, that spot, I will never forget that spot where he can't put away Shiozaki. So he grabs him by his hair and he just repeatedly forearms him. And the ref pulls him off and he throws the ref and he continues to forearm him. And Shiozaki's head won't even go anymore. So he's just forearming him while he's laying dead. <laughs> and then he just stares aimlessly. And then he goes and kicks him and Shiozaki still kicks out. And like he just wouldn't stop fighting. And then he beats, like he hits that go flasher. And then he just starts throwing as hard of lariats as he can with that chop arm until finally he's put Nakajima down. Like he didn't even use the go flasher or anything as a finish. He just mauled mm-hmm. him with the last bit that he had. Wow. It's, That's God, awesome. <laughs> and I'm watching it and I'm like, I can't believe he retained the title. Because in the back of my head, I'm like, I kind of want to see him retain the title because he's having such a great year. You know, he's in my top 10. He's not in the top of it, but he's had a deserving year. And I don't think it's fair of of the, the rain because it's going to get shit on a little bit because of the COVID stuff that didn't get over as well. Because these mm-hmm. matches need some kind of interaction. You need, like, even though the crowd doesn't cheer, I can feel their, their presence with the way they're clapping. Like, I don't feel that with the New Japan stuff that much. But I can no. feel it with these with some of the, with these Noah main events. And then he goes on to have the match with I mean he picks up Sugera for a top rope gold flasher. I I was, yeah. I was like, oh these guys are gonna die. And that was a minute like forty nine. And then he deadlifts them up for the gold flasher. And they're so they're, they're you know, they're so exhausted he can barely hold them. But then somehow he still manages to keep up and she is or Sugera does like the strongest push up to pose to get himself up to, and then yes. they just fall. And instead of the, like, I know it was a botch because it wasn't the actual gold flasher. That's where he gets him in the suplex and he flips him into like a rock bottom. But it looked just cool as shit anyway because it was just this guy who just had nothing left just falls on him. I don't even care that it wasn't the right move. It just, that, <laughs> that's real life to me. Like that's what True. really would happen. And that's oh my god. Like, I'm looking at this right now. Naruki Doi and KZ from February. It's bumping that match. Kenta Miyahara, Suwama, All Japan. Well, the title change, better than that. Kiona Mayu, better than that. Hiromu and Osprey from Wrestle Kingdom, it's better than that. Um, Naito J. White, better than that. Moxley, Minoru Suzuki, it's better than that. Masato Tanaka, Tetsuya Endo, it's better than that. It's kind of like the Noah Moxley. It's like the condensed version of like <laughs> of uh, Segura and and uh, Shiozaki. Continue. Like I need like the only time I have like where I need to stop to it really think and evaluate now is where does this rank with my top three matches? Because my top three number three was Page and Omega versus the Young Bucks, which. I think that might be the second greatest tag match I've ever seen behind that, that match from it's either from January to July of 93. I think it was between Masawa 
and Kobashi against Kawada and Tawe. That's the greatest tag match I've ever seen. That's probably one of the top five matches I've ever seen in my entire life. Fun fact, Masawa, the first Noah champion. <laughs> and then obviously my number two, Okada Ibushi, and my number one match of the year, Okada Naito. Mm-hmm. So like, whereas I think the tag match might have been, might have potentially is better than the two Okada matches, the story, my emotion, the momentum, that's what puts those ahead of it. So now, mm-hmm. now to me is, where do I take these, these the, the, the Nakajima and Sugera Shiozaki matches, and where do I place them in this list? And I feel like they're, they are at least four and five, if not higher. So, like, Koshizaki, I would honestly, I would mm-hmm. probably, and I know I have the Ibushi Okada encounter in my eyes over Naito and Okada night two. Yep. That tag match with the Bucks and, and Hangman and, and Omega, it's still a, a wonderful masterclass in just storytelling and, and just match-wise. Um, yeah. But Chiyazaki, and, and this is good to be a match I got to watch again, especially when it gets on uh, Wrestle Universe there. Check that out, ladies and germs. Uh, you get DDT, Tokyo Joshi okay, Pro, Asara, right and then, of course, Noah. Um, I checked earlier, it wasn't on there, but uh, I think once I get it, because the the feed I was watching again would skip during like every like 48 seconds, so that was kind of irking me. Uh, so some of the big spots, I I would you know, it would kind of lag, and I'm like, damn it, (laughs) like what the hell, but I still got the emotion and, and appreciation for that match. I would. That's fuck. Oh, that's tough. It's got to be in your top three. I, I would probably take an Okada match out of that. I just don't know where you would place the rest of that. That's 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 tough. And then mm-hmm. Nakajima, who I like, you were saying earlier, I instantly thought because again they're going the whole shoulder angle, you know, a la Suwama, you know out of the, uh, the the Champions Carnival. You know, everyone is attacking the champ and their weak spot. And then it's just like, okay, well, they're going to lose the title. They're going to work this injury angle. And then Suwama beats Zeus. And they're like, wait, what? How is this going to happen? And then she goes, <laughs> beats, you know, not only Nakajima, but then taking out, you know, uh, classic old head uh, ta- uh, Takashi Sagira, you know, as as well. And I don't know. It's tough. I really, I mean, I haven't watched Wrestle Kingdom since Wrestle Kingdom. And I think I might go back and watch those Okada matches like I texted you yesterday. It's a beautiful thing because I always would joke because you've been talking about Shiozaki for the last couple of weeks here, you know, kind of, you know, when we, when we chit chat. And my thing Mm -hmm. is, you know, I'm like, oh, because he has that Okada presence, blonde hair, you know, flashiness. So I would dub him, oh, you mean old Okada? which is only like (laughs) six years older. You know, I'm like, oh, that stale guy? And then after those two matches, I'm like, oh. And to see them bookend, (laughs) bookend the year where Okada is just giving two bangers right out the gate of 2020, which possibly could have caused the crazy uh, havoc that we've experienced as a world because those matches were so great to now ending, hopefully on a better note, leading into 2021, his doppelganger, 
his elder statesman of you know of him, if you will, Go Shiyazaki, having two bangers back to back within weeks, weeks, mind you, going almost two hours in match length <laughs> and scratching your head, thinking, now this is what professional wrestling should oh, and always be. God, it it just it's mind blowing how good. Like the run that Shiazaki's on, like this is like if you you know you you tell me this dude on a, like three big shows in a row put on a five star, this is like remnant of twenty seventeen Okada. Oh, F yeah, yeah for sure. Like Shiazaki's on a on a level that I mean even been on. even Miyahara twenty nineteen twenty yeah the end yeah, of twenty eighteen yeah. into twenty nineteen. Very good call. Yep. Like Where they have so many defenses, and you're just like, all right, this is it. And then you're like, no, because they're just making him the ace. You know, and, and um, I, I think, and I think, you know what? I think you just talked me into a shoot because 2017, my wrestler of the year was Okada. No, no question asked. 2018 hmm. was Walter. No question asked because of that run he went on. 2019, Miyahara. No questions asked. Shiozaki's done the same thing that those guys have done the last three years. I don't. I mean, barring something amazing happening this month that isn't going to happen because there really isn't much left. Mm-hmm. Go the rest of the year. Like, I think you just helped me analyze that out by talking all this. And as I, we I, talked I, earlier, when I brought up the question, who would you rather watch or who would you rather be your wrestler of the year? Because you're such an Okada, Mark. I, I gave mm-hmm. you... Okada and Shiyazaki. Who would I, you rather watch their 2020 matches of? And honestly, I would go Shiyazaki. I would yeah. rewatch that 30 minute stare down and analyze it a little bit more and thinking, holy shit. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing is Okada had the two bangers at Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. Um, he had, you know, his new Japan cup was kind of whatever, but I, I did, I did kind of like, you know, I liked him and Hiromu. Um, I enjoyed his G1 a little more than most people did because I, I was behind what they were trying to do with him solidifying this new move. And then as the tournament got progressively farther, he got better with the move. Mm-hmm. And I really liked his match with Shingo. I, I think I went four and three quarters on oh, it. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Shiozaki's headlined five major shows for this company, and all of them have been tremendous. And let's not forget that tag match. that I don't know if you ever got a chance to watch – um, between uh, Shiozaki and Kiyomiya against Kanoa Nakajima that I randomly watched on that Abima channel from like, I think it was from like November 15th or something. Mm-hmm. It's probably on uh, Wrestle Universe. But that was like a four and three quarter tag match. Like it was incredible. Like if I go back here, I think I made a, a sheet, 2020 notebook matches. So everything that was like four stars that I didn't watch a whole show. Yeah. Uh, 11 8 20. If you want to try to go back and find it, Koshiyazaki and Kaito Kiyomiya versus Nakajima and Kano. I went four and three quarters. I'm pretty sure I did watch that. Yeah, uh, I have. Um, so Nakajima won with the vertical spike. I, I just, did but I watch put, that. Yep. And I put Nakajima via death. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need to say. Like, that's all it is. So, I mean, Shiozaki... In, and again, even his tag work, you know, yeah. before Nakajima turns, you know, Axis, you know, you would talk about them for, you know, yeah. years. Tw- and I'm like, who? Access was my tag team of the year. 
Yeah. And I had them, I think, fifth this year because they slowed down a little bit because they had the they had both single titles. Shizaki had the heavy, and Nakajima had the national. So like, obviously, it was split work. But like you said, we got to remember that Shizaki was still arguably in the best tag team in the world, just not having the greatest year in it because they didn't they weren't as active. And don't forget, as a match with Mar, uh, Amara Fuji that we watched yeah. as well. Yeah, that was in like May or something. Because again, he cared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we got we got a, it wasn't T-shirt Kenny in that Marafuji match, you know. <laughs> and then obviously him winning the title back on January sixth or whatever it was at Cork and from Kiamia, which was a yep. banger ass fucking match. Like I, I don't like, yeah, Shizaki, hundred percent Shizaki over Okada. You heard it here first, guys. So I I think. What, Damn, what he's seven-time tag champ with Nakajima. <laughs> yeah, Holy balls, oh. man. Um, seven, and I, he was a tag champ with Kento Miyahara? <laughs> yeah, before Miyahara went to All Japan. He, Miyahara started in No, Noah, they were All Japan Pro Wrestling oh, were they? World I Tag thought Team he Champion. Twice. Yeah. Here, here's the other thing, too, is... Because um, uh, he won it with Jun Akiyama in 2013. Shiozaki is like one of like three people to hold the triple crown and um he uh, the triple crown and the GHC. Uh don't <laughs> forget Triple A champion um RIP along with uh as sushi Aoki. Triple oh. A. So Shiozaki is I believe only the fourth person or one of four people to hold the um the GHG and the Triple Crown. Okay. Which that's what worries me about this next show coming up. So there's only been two people that have won the three majors, IWGP, Triple Crown, and GHC. Yoshihiro Takayama, Suzuki's buddy, the dude with the blonde hair. Yep. And Kensuke Sasaki. They're the only two people to ever win both. If Muda... Muda... Would would be the third if he won if he wins that title. I hope and they don't put the title on Muda. Muda's looking good. He's looking better. I enjoy but he's not I enjoy it, of a championship. Just still explain to me the the uh, uh, not Sunny Chono uh, Masahiro <laughs> Chono gimmick within a Noah event with um with that lady. And then, of course, uh, with the great Muda. So she's a big M-Alliance fan. And Shono is a big supporter of the Segura army because it's a lot of, like, old guys that were in, like, have a history with him, like Kazuyuki Ironhead Fujita. And and then, of course, they use his unedited theme that's dropping N-bombs. Wow, and that was the very first word you hear, and I'm like, is anyone here in the house? Like, what's happening? <laughs> um, just a quick run through because we're running out of time here. Um, don't need to get too really into any of this stuff. Um, the so the volume four chronicle, Muhammad Yone and fro- full throttle members, uh, Hajime Ohara, Yohan, Seiki Yoshioka. Uh, took on the team of uh, Yoshiki Inamura, Junta Miyawaki, Kenny Okada, and uh, Yasutaka Yano. Uh, O'Hara wins with a stretch muffler on Miyawaki. I'm at three stars. Katero Suzuki, uh, Suzuki and Salvaje de Oriente uh, defeated Howe and Tadasuke of Congo. Uh, de Oriente pins uh, somebody. 
I have X via some shit I missed, a two and a quarter star. Didn't think it was that good. <laughs> nice. um, uh, the Sugar Army. So uh, Kendo Kashin, another New Japan guy from Kono's day. Kendo Kashin, Kaz Fujita, and Osawa Rongai defeated Congo members. Masakita Mia, Manabu Soya, Neo. I went two stars on that. Cashin via heel hook. I hate Kendo Kashin. Um, if anyone wants to wants to know why Kendo Kishin wasn't he so that bad. SSC trainer early on? That yeah, went on a rant like two years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Soldier B is all you need to look up. Dragon Soldier B That's Ring right. of Honor. Um, uh, fourth match, I went three and a half on this. Keiji Muto defeated uh, the former Maybach uh, Shohei Taniguchi. Muto Shohei. beat the three shining wizards. I thought that was actually kind of good. Uh, Muto, it was a little slow. But I understand why it had to be slow because they're old, like older, older. I mean, Muda's, I think, sixty, but oh, he looks good. Muda's neat. You could tell he's got. He looked new, better new. than he did in New York a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, <laughs> like those new knees are actually helping. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we had the team of uh, Stinger, Yoshinari Ogawa, and Hayata defeating yeah. Momono Taishu and Daisuke Harada and Atsushi Katoge <laughs> to win the title. Uh, then we had Kano defeats Kaito Kiyomiya via sleeper. I was shocked that happened. Uh, taps out Kiyomiya, which is awesome visual, four and a quarter. Then it's a surprising match for me. Sugera Army, Takashi Sugera and Kaz uh, Sakuraba defeated Marafuji and Masakatsu Funaki of the M's Alliance. I went four and a half. Sakuraba being a double knee bar. It was gross. And then as we talked about, Go Shiyazaki, five stars, defeats Katsuhika Nakajima via Lariat. Tremendous, tremendous match. Uh, we move into the final chronicle from the six just uh, four days ago. Uh, Yasutaka Yano uh, was defeated by Kinyo Okada, who looked great. Uh, gimmicks on him the whole nine yards. Fishman Bridge pin with that one, two and a half stars. Daisuke Harada at Sushi Katoga and Junta Miyawaki defeating Congo members How, Neo, and Tadasuke. Harada gets the rope on Tadasuke, taunts him with the title too, saying, You really want this? Go ahead. Um, then we had full throttle. Uh, Hajime Ohara, Yohei, and Seiki Yoshioka took on Congo members. Masakita Miya, Katsuka Nakajima, and Minabu Soya. Nakajima being a brutal kick to Ohara. Went three and a half on that. Uh, then then in, in some wild stuff, uh, we had uh, Yoshinari Ogawa and Hayata defeated Katero Suzuki and Salvaje de Oriente, who turned on Katero Suzuki, unmasked as Yuya, and we found out it was Yuya Susumu. Um, and then Nosawa Rongai came out and like tried to befriend Stinger and then they jumped Stinger after they befriended him. And then they welcomed Katero Suzuki into, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing into their group. It's like, God bless America. And the Sugera art. I don't know. It was, I went three stars in the match, but this junior division, the way they book, it just drives me up a wall. Uh, Kano retains the national title over Kazushi Sakuraba. Uh, he's in a leg lock. He's going to tap, so he uses all of his momentum to roll on top of Sakuraba and get a pin. Fun, fun little match. Obviously, could have been better, but I really liked what they did with it. Then we had the big eight-man. Uh, uh, we had Kaito Kiyomiya, Shohei Taniguchi, Yoshiki Inamura, and Daiki Inaba. Good to see him from former Russell 1 defeat the team of Keiji Muto, Masakatsu Funaki, Naomichi Marafuji, and Yukio Miyamoto of the M's Alliance. Uh, Inamura pins Miyamoto. And then uh, the five-star holy shit match, Go Shiozaki defeats Takashi Sugera. We talked a lot about it. Um, guys, I don't know if I'm going to... 
either tonight or either right after this or tomorrow, uh, twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio. I'm going to stream some cyberpunk. Obviously, Friday, 10 p.m. Central, Central, Central Standard Time is Pro Wrestling Summit as we get to our big Christmas show coming up in just a couple short weeks. Uh, also, we will be coming back hopefully this week sometime to start breaking down our year-end awards. I want to have myself and Alex make our own personal ballots, but I want to go back to having the interaction with the fans and give you guys each an opportunity to make a ballot, and we can all vote on them. So that'll be kind of fun as well. Uh, Alex did get uh, yeeted in the Among Us terms by Blog Talk, so we will be signing off. Thank you all for following, enjoying the show, and we'll see you next time.